Hello, so today's gonna kind of be a a podcast, but this is also going to jump off of a situation that kind of began on my Instagram when somebody publicly decided to give me smoke on my personal Instagram and I did post it on the community tab of my YouTube channel because it was just, it was not cool. So I'm gonna try to actually pull that up before we start this conversation. You guys can see in the title of this video, it says, I support the Passport Bro movement, which I do, that is not a lie. The first time I really came across this instance, this movement, this thing, was by getting this uh, comment here. How do I, let me see if I can like, fit this on the screen properly. Uh, For those of you listening on the podcast, hello, everybody a part of the uh, Sovereignty podcast. Thanks for being here and listening along. I'm happy to be here with you. It's it's been a minute and I'm gonna try to like do this. Why is my screen so large for no reason? Like so (laughs) large, I can't fix it. (laughs) I didn't know it was this large, but here we go. And I don't mind putting this person's uh, face out there because this was a public comment left on my Instagram. And if you're gonna act ignorant or damn well be racist publicly on my Instagram, you can get the spanking you deserve. So John, you're up here yet again. This was on you, bro. But John had commented at me. So what's your take on the Passport Bro video? To this day, I do not know what video he is referring to. I have no idea. I did not see the video. I have not seen the video. So I don't know what he's referring to. He says, kindly tell your black sisters that they are as ugly as their skin. You don't want me to be racist towards your kinds. You better be. I better be racist towards black women, John? Me, a black woman, had better be racist towards black women. Okay. Cause you were born slaves first before us. They want war, we'll, <laughs> they want war, we'll tell them I'll give them war. Bunch of entitled slaves, I'm waiting. Well, I assume many of my fans gave him the smoke in the comment section of my Instagram that he publicly posted this mess in because he ended up taking it down as you should. But after John had brought this up to me, I started seeing it pop up on like red pill stuff. Cause you guys know I've been talking about dating and whatnot um, in different videos on the channel. And I've been kind of keeping track of what's going on. And then I learned exactly what this passport bro thing was. And I realized it wasn't something that I was unaccustomed with. I knew about it before, but it wasn't as popular and it didn't have a name. Passport bros are men that go outside of their home nation, specifically seeking women that they believe can give them more than what the women in their own country give them. It has been a thing, especially in the United States during this whole dating, you know, apocalypse and discussion that we've all been having. Um, These American men in particular, I already did my skincare, so it's like, you know, I'm glistening and I'm glossy all over the place if you're seeing me on camera, yes. I did my skincare this evening. It is 8.30 at night and I'm ready for bed, but I'm not going to bed, I'm here with you. So, men in the United States have become disillusioned with what they call the modern woman. We are too difficult. We are too, you know, hard to pin down. We don't know how to, for those of you who are listening along and you're not seeing my air quotes, this is sarcasm, okay? This is air quotes. We don't know how to cook and clean and properly take care of a husband. We just don't know how to do it, us modern women. First of all, modern women are not beholden simply to the United States. 
I think that that line of thinking is part of the issue when it comes to the whole passport bro thing. <laughs> they're thinking first world women and they're specifically only thinking of United States or Western women as the modern woman, meaning any woman outside of the Western nation is not considered the modern woman. She's considered part of the era that is bygone and past. She's part of a different time. That's how they're thinking of these other countries. Keep that in mind as we go along with this. There is nothing wrong with pursuing love and relationships outside of your nation. However, if it's coming from a place of hatred or discrimination against your own national people, then it's a problem. Now, like I said, I support passport bros. The reason that these men are leaving the United States is because they are correct. The women in the United States and Western nations have higher standards than most places around the world. The reason for this is that most modern women, air, quote, air quotes yet again, Western women, they have higher standards because they have their own stuff. See, back in the day, back in the 1950s, all you needed to do was have a job in order to have a wife because women were not allowed to have jobs. We were not allowed to have bank accounts. We, not, we were not entitled to our own children. The man controlled everything. So if we wanted to live a happy, sustainable life, it mandated that we become married. That is not the case nowadays. Women make their own money. They have their own financial power. They have their own cars and houses. They have their own homes and lives. So therefore... In the past, we needed men's financial stability in order to be happy. We don't need that anymore. We don't need that. So what men used to bring to the table in order to get a wife is now null and void. It is worthless. It is useless. Men are used to simply providing the bare minimum and women being forced to be happy with that. Western women do not have to be saddled with a crappy man with a nice paycheck. We don't need that anymore. We can like we can find crappy men in abundance at this point. So though men are so used to simply providing, air quotes yet again, men are like, as long as a man provides for his house and his woman, he should be able to have a happy home. That is not the case because a woman can provide for herself and her children and her own home. What else do you bring at that point? What else do you bring? And this is why Western women's standards have risen is because we demand more. Back in the 1950s, the reason that there was such a low divorce rate, once again, is because women had no choice but to stay in that marriage or suffer the loss of their children and financial ability and security. We couldn't divorce y'all. We were stuck. We were damn near hostages. We couldn't run away. That's why the divorce rate was so low. Passport bros love to bring up the past and say back in the 1950s, the families were one unit. Everybody was so happy. Yes, because the wives were held hostage by your pocketbook. That's not the case anymore. We don't need you. In order to get a wife nowadays, you have to provide more than financial stability. And a lot of men have not been trained, honestly, how to just be good people. Men want women to be trained how to be wives, how to care for people, how to cook and clean and do all the wifely duties, but they were never trained how to be husbands. You were never trained to truly take interest and to value a woman's mind, body, and intellect. You guys disrespect our bodies at every turn like we're supposed to give it up to you freely. Or if you buy us dinner, then I mean, at that point you've paid for sex, right? Men haven't been taught what it means to truly care for a person. And yet these are the demands being put out by Western women. They want a man who is emotionally available, emotionally stable, 
a man that truly values them, invests in them and cares for them, a man that they can trust, a man that they feel safe with. Your financial power no longer gets you anywhere. It's what the type of person you are is what makes you valuable. And this is across the board. This is what we teach pageant girls. It's the inside that matters. But because men have never had the same upbringing that women do, they cannot grasp the concept of why we are seemingly rejecting these good men, air quotes, in order to just be single. They don't understand why some of us choose to be single. They think that they're good men because they're willing to provide and go to work and everything. And I've never understood this all these men say they want a traditional wife, right? I'm not going to bash a man for wanting a traditional wife, but are you a traditional husband? Can you pay these traditional bills with your traditional one person check? If you want a woman to stay home and rear your children and cook your dinner and prepare your house, are you prepared to do the rest of it alone? the way she is taking care of the home. See, these men, it never makes sense to me because they want women to split the bills with them 50-50, right? They want us to go to work, but at the same time, they want us to cook them dinner and they want us to rear their children. They want us to go to the parent-teacher conferences and they want us to be home to sweep up whatever your son, whatever mess he made and change those diapers, but at the same time, still have enough time to take care of our physical self and maintain our tight top bodies for you and put on a face of makeup and wear the cute outfits. We have to somehow be magical creatures and find all the time to do this, to be your traditional wife. And you expect to only go to work and come home. You expect to only go to work and, and come home and sit on the couch and be served dinner and food and not acknowledge the fact that your wife or girlfriend is over here struggling, she's tired, she's dirty, she hasn't had any time to herself, the child's been, you know, like driving her nuts. These men have such high expectations for women, but they don't wanna take on responsibilities for themselves. And these men have decided, now that Western women have more ability to make demands of the type of partner that they want, Instead of raising to meet those standards the way that women have raised themselves up, right? Because 50 years ago, women were not a part of the workforce. 50 years ago, women were not doing men's jobs. 50 years ago, we weren't having our own finances. We had to build a life for ourselves. We had to raise our own standards for ourselves. But now that we've gotten stronger and we've gotten more power in the, you know, in society, men refuse to do the same. What they have decided is that they are going, going to go to different countries to seek out the traditional women that they desire. And this has created an uproar amongst both sides, both women and men, for good reason. <laughs> the reason these men, as I said, are leaving Western nations or going from the United States in order to go find other women is because they assume that those women's standards are not nearly as high as American women's standards, okay? The women in Thailand, Vietnam, Philippines, Colombia, they will not put men through the ringer that Western women do. These women won't nag us. They won't tell us to clean up after ourselves. They won't tell us to come back from work on time. They won't tell us not to go out with the boys. They won't demand equal partnership for us. They expect that those women outside women, foreign women's standards will be lower. And I don't understand how other people aren't bringing this up, but that is of the utmost insult to those women. What these men are basically saying to women from other countries is, I wanna come to your country because I think your standards are low 
you won't stand up to me. You'll listen and take any type of crap I put you through and you'll be happy with it. You expect to be able to go to seemingly third world countries because you expect that these women who have less will put up with more of your BS just for the sheer majesty of being on your arm, linked to your presence. Foreign American men always use the term submissive. They want a woman to submit to them. And I've always told American men, if you want a woman to submit to you of any kind, she has to respect you. She has to not only respect you, but trust you. She has to feel safe enough to let her walls down in order to be vulnerable around you. And a lot of these men cannot accept the fact that they do not provide a place for a woman to feel safe in their presence. You're always off gallivanting somewhere and you don't want to explain yourself. You don't want to be loyal to her. You're always, I don't know, talking to your ex, talking to some other girl. And whenever we question you, we're being aggressive. You accuse us of being aggressive. And these Western, <laughs> Western men, what you don't understand is I know foreign women. I know foreign women. Okay. You think that you can go to third world countries and they will tolerate the same crap that you've given Western women, you got another thing coming. As docile as Filipinas may seem, as gentle as the Thai women may present themselves, they will beat you within an inch of your life if you think that you are about to not uphold the traditional values of what a relationship is. You cannot go around cheating on a Filipina woman and think she's not about to put up a fight for you. You cannot disrespect a woman from Vietnam and think it's not gonna be a problem with not only herself and her family. And that's what, <laughs> this is why I don't really feel like I have a, a leg in this fight because there's some women on YouTube who are up in arms about uh, men are mistreating the modern women. Men are abandoning whatever men are, look, these men can go. This is why this video is titled the way that it is. I support the passport bro movement. The reason I support is because it's the lesser men who are choosing to leave. Let them go. Understand that in Western nations, the dating market is the varsity league, okay? Yes, our standards are high. Yes, our demands are at least on par with what the demands of women are. Yes, we expect to have men that treat us a certain way. And if you can't meet those demands, we don't want you. You did not make the varsity team. You're not hurting my feelings or any other woman's feelings by removing your weak lesser self from the market, which you have already been rejected. Because let me let you know, the good men who meet the standards are not having problems in the dating market over here. They're fine and getting married. We've got, we've got those. The men who are griping and whining and complaining and all that, they're the men's that can't meet our standards. So what do we look like complaining about the men who we don't want in the first place? I'm not going to complain about my, the D students leaving the honor roll class. You're getting a D and an F in the class. I'm gonna suggest that you go. I don't want you to stay. We're not losing anything by losing you. If you can't meet my standards, I hope you find a woman that has lesser, but I don't want that. But it is a bit insulting in my eyes and me having a lot of foreign women friends and a lot of foreign women fans, it does seem a little bit insulting to think that you can go to a third world country 
and give them less and expect them to grovel at your feet and cook you dinner and all that nonsense. The thing is, this is still an expression of Western men's preferences in regards to the type of women that they want. Black women, we have these discussions on YouTube all the time where, especially black men, black men specifically are the men that are becoming a part of the passport bro movement. They are rejecting Western and modern women's standards. And the reason that these black men are going overseas is not only because it's a black woman thing, black women are too strong for us. Sir, you're just a weak man, okay? Stop pushing that back on us and take, a, take responsibility for your antics. That's on you. If you can't deal with these women, you can't deal with a woman like me because best believe I'm not like this all the time. But if I feel like you're an untrustworthy man, you're a disrespectful man, you're a weak man, you will never see the vulnerable side of me because I can't trust you. But beyond that, black men who are joining this passport bro movement specifically have a preference in women that they think is going to serve them better than the women of their own culture. Black men love to have either racially ambiguous white Asian women. And it used to be that in the United States, black men were completely unabashed about chasing what they called their preference. They're, they're saying, I wanna go find me an Asian queen. I wanna find me a snow bunny. And quite honestly, we don't care. Like seriously, go do what you wanna do. The fact that you all always wanna drag black women into the conversation is a little bit deplorable because if I were to date a white man, it has nothing to do with a black man. I'm not gonna demean black men and say black men are trash. That's why I'm dating a white man. That's not what I do. But a lot of the times black men say, I'm dating a white girl because black women suck. So it has nothing to do with you actually liking this girl. You're only with her to stay away from black women. Okay, that's a bit insulting, but we can continue with that. It used to be that black men were very honest about they had a preference and most of us just did, we don't care. We don't care. If you want a preference, go on with your preference. I just, I don't care. But now it has seemingly shifted. It's switched. They don't want... They're not satisfied with only having their preference in the United States. Black men are seemingly not only rejecting black women, they are rejecting Western women as a whole, including their former preferences, because this is the United States. We have a melting pot of people. We do not only have black women here, we have white women here, we have Asian women here. The Filipinas and Thai women and women from Vietnam that you people are, are looking for, the Brazilians that you want, we have. In the United States, we have entire communities, housing communities chock full of Filipinas. They're in Vallejo. I drove through and was scared to death because I looked like crap and I didn't realize I was in a Filipino community. And I was like, I'm gonna get spotted looking like crap. <laughs> I was terrified. But to think you need to jump ship to go overseas, that's, that's not true. That's inauthentic. We have Filipinas in the United States. So what then is the reason of you going overseas and out of the country to find different women? I'll tell you why. It's because the women in the United States have learned your trickery. It is because the women in the United States as a whole, whether it be black women, white women, Filipinas, Thai women, Colombians, Argentinians, Puerto Ricans, no matter what culture of women in the United States, they have finally learned the lies that these men tell. And they also are no longer willing to deal with your BS. Their standards are on par with the black women you loved to demonize. 
So now you've not only chucked black women to the side, you've chucked your favored preference to the side. And now all of us are the problem because it used to just be black women were the problem. Now all the women in the United States and Western nations as a whole are the problem, not you. It's all the thousands and millions of women and Western nations that are the problem because we hold you to higher standards because we demand more of you and we throw a fit when you don't give it to us. Men always say these women are so aggressive. Modern women don't wanna be submissive. Modern women don't want to cater to their husbands. And it's like, no, boo-boo. That's, that's not, that is not the case. As strong as I am, as strong as I present myself on camera, when it comes to actually dating me, I've said this before, I am a doting little kitty cat. I love to be held and cuddled and petted and I will spend my entire day in a man's arms and I damn there won't even eat, okay? And I will pout when he leaves. Like I will cook him dinner and I will be wearing a 1950s dress up outfit when he gets home with no panties on. I don't care when I am in love, when I'm with a man, that is my king. He gets the world from me and any man who's ever dated me, you damn sure know you won't uh, say differently. You won't say differently. You won't say I don't cater to anybody that I'm dating with. Now, what they will say is once I'm done with you, I'm done. <laughs> okay, and I'm not nice about it. When I say get away from me, I mean that. But when you're with me, you get everything in a bag of chips. The problem is you have to be a man worthy of that type of, of attention and affection. And most of the men in Western nations don't know how to be that man and they don't want to take responsibility for learning. They think it's not masculine if they cater too much to their women. They think it's not masculine if they buy their girl cute little gifts and take her on dates and tell the, tell the girl that he loves her. He thinks that it shows weakness. He wants to be the one on the pedestal. He wants the, to be the one getting all the attention, which you definitely should as a man still get attention. You still should get that love, but to withhold it from a woman and expect her to just damn there be your slave. Cook, clean, bury your children and keep her mouth shut. Only speak when spoken to. Some of these men are on TikTok and YouTube saying that their woman should only walk behind them, should keep her eyes on the floor, should never so much as look in another man's direction. They wanna control the way she dresses, where she goes. They damn near wanna have a tracking device on her. That's not a partnership, that's a slave, that's ownership. And of course, Western women with all the freedom that they have, why would they willingly, and of course, Western women with all the freedom that they have, why would they willingly subject themselves to a man, honestly, who are who's lesser than them? If you have not trained yourself to be a good human being, a Western woman's not gonna look at you and see value in you. If you are the type of so-called alpha masculine man to sit here and demean a woman and not respect her and not uplift her and help her, you don't value what she thinks, you don't value what she says, you don't value her occupation, you don't value her intellect, you value nothing beyond her abilities to cater to you and her ability to be a so-called traditional wife and nothing else means anything to you, of course these women aren't gonna respect you. I wouldn't respect a man like that. It's why I laugh when I see Andrew Tate on my screen. It's why I laugh at Fresh and Fit regularly. It's because I don't respect them as men. They're not, it's because they're not good people. They're laughable. They have nothing more to offer a woman other than what, your money? Honestly, I've done videos on Fresh and Fit before and even Andrew Tate. What do men like that have to offer a woman like myself? 
and you cannot say money because I have my own job in finances. So outside of money, because it doesn't matter, what then do you have to offer me? Are you going to be there when I cry? Are you going to hold me when I'm in pain? Are you going to, you know, make sure I'm taking care of myself when I'm overworking myself? Do you care enough to check on me throughout the day? Do you want to watch movies with me and have little discussions with me and friendly debates with me? You don't because you don't care about what I have to say. So what then am I gaining from this relationship with a so-called alpha man? And this is why I support the Passport Bro movement. I support you lesser men going away. I support you. If I could help you buy tickets, I would help you buy tickets. I want you gone. Honestly, send them all out. I don't care if the ratio of men to women in the United States went from 70% women to 30% men. I'd be cool with that if it meant getting rid of, rid of the lesser men. I'm cool. Quite honestly, I think the United States we would be much better like that. But my thing is, what makes you think that the foreign women are gonna tolerate any less than us? That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. <laughs> like, you really think you're gonna go to a third world country now? The thing is, if you, and it, it is predatory, by the way, by the way, the, the mindset and the mentality of these men is to think that I'm gonna go prey on women who need me more who are, and they'll tolerate more from me because they are, they're so-called destitute, because they're so-called, I don't know, they, they can't buy themselves food. This is what these men think. They think these women in third world countries are so destitute as to be groveling on their knees at the mere chance of being with an American man which I'm sure, you know, some of the foreign subscribers who are seeing this are laughing in their chairs right now because those women are doing just fine. <laughs> They're doing just fine. And best believe, if you don't want to meet Western women standards, uh, the women in the Philippines, for example, you better be able to be a traditional husband. And they are much more familial than American women are. Philippines, Thailand, Vietnam, they're much more attached to their families than American women are. A lot of those women are going to expect that you not only support them, you're going you're gonna to support their families and you're going to pay tribute to their fathers and you are going to pay for every and anything that that girl wants. You want to be a traditional husband, that's what that means. In the 1950s, women couldn't make their own money. They didn't have their own money. You know what they did? They carried their man's credit cards around. They went shopping together with their man's credit cards. What, what, what did you think was uh, going to happen to you? Now it's a little bit, <laughs> it's a little bit odd, perplexing to see that there is a bit of a behavior change amongst specifically black men when it comes to dating foreign women. Because I have watched some of these so-called passport bros leave the United States and they go to different countries, typically when they go to Asia. Cause you wanna mess around with South American women, they will beat your butt with a shoe. But they'll go to Asian countries and suddenly their behavior changes, right? Sometimes there'll be men there will be black men in the United States and they're all tough and strong, no nonsense. They're very rude to women. They're kind of disrespectful. They're unkind, uncaring, unempathetic. Then they wanna fly to a different country and suddenly they start treating women more gently, softly, 
more delicately. And then they exclaim, oh my goodness, these women treat me so much better. And I'm like, <laughs> sir, where was this behavior when you were on the dating market here in the United States? Because when a lot of these men are here in the United States, they're on a merry-go-round of women. They're not looking for a wife. They're playing multiple women and then they wonder why these women are so aggressive towards them. They don't take them seriously. They won't cater to them. What would you, I'm not catering to a man who's got me in a harem of other women. Let me find out you've got me on a merry-go-round of women and see if I don't play you too. I'm not gonna respect you. I damn sure won't even make time for you unless I'm bored. I'm gonna treat you like a plaything which is exactly what men complain about, but it's like, you've brought this treatment on yourself. If you want women to take you seriously, how are you? How are we supposed to do that if you're not taking us seriously? Like myself, oh, hi, Spotlight Stealer. Thank you for the super chat. This is very nice of you. I wonder if my little alert box is gonna pop up. I'd be really happy if that happened because I changed it, but I don't see the graphic. I don't know why the graphic's not popping up. I love that graphic. Oh. But that's not the graphic I wanted. Gosh darn it. You know what it is? It's the subscribe graphic. I need somebody to subscribe to the channel real quick just so I can see the graphic because I love that graphic. But anyways, men get so perplexed that women overseas will treat them better than the women in the United States. But it's like the women in the United States, you were disrespecting the entire time you were here. You weren't taking them seriously. You were playing them. You were, you know, you, you weren't valuing them. But then you go to another country and you suddenly give these women all the treatment that the other women wanted. And you wonder why <laughs> it's different. Hi, Saul. Hi, oh my gosh, somebody subscribed to the channel, yay. <laughs> I did change it, <laughs> it's Pia. I changed it to Pia, love it, love her. <laughs> Thank you for that, whoever did it. I love that. And yes, Saul, thank you so much. I know that you're one of the good men. We are discussing um, the passport bro thing. And if you've never heard of it, go ahead and upset yourself by looking it up because it's going to upset you. Uh, Retro Glamour said, my mother-in-law told her sons they're better off getting a wife from Ukraine for the reasons you mentioned. Maybe forgetting her kids had to save her from domestic violence. Men and sons on pedestal. That's exactly right. Um, a lot of these men want to be put on pedestals, which if you have a husband who's worthy, by all means, as I said, you spoil that man. Love the mess out of that man. I can't stand to see a woman with a deserving man and that man is given nothing, like nothing. I hear of, I hear stories from divorced men who are truly good men. And I ask them, like, what was your wife like? Like, why did you guys not enjoy married life? And it's simply because the wife became complacent. She felt like her spot was so permanent in his world that she could just do anything and not put in any work and he would just stay. And a lot of men do that to women as well. It's disrespectful to your partner to feel like you don't have to continuously work once you're already in a relationship. If you love somebody, they always deserve that amount of work, always. But Men want to be on a pedestal and a lot of men don't deserve it. And that's the problem. The passport bros want to go overseas because they want something that they honestly haven't earned to begin with. 
You have not developed the necessary skills to make a woman fall in love with you. You have not developed the necessary skills to make a woman feel safe. I am a complete handful of, of a woman for a man that doesn't know how to properly care for me. Uh, you can't, you cannot have me. If, if I don't trust you, I'm going to play you like a fiddle. I'm never going to respect you. I'm never going to give you the true time that you want. I'm never going to give you the true investment. The softness that I have within me will never be seen by anyone other than a man that I truly can trust. Most people have never and will never see me cry because I truly have to trust you in order to let those walls down. The reason a lot of women like myself are like that is simply because we're so used to men running laps around us, all of us, our friends, our neighbors, every girl in town, you're hopping from bed to bed, relationship to relationship, sucking the life out of these women. So we keep these walls up until you prove to us that you actually have a legitimate investment in who we are as people and building something with us. I will withhold every bit of affection I have with you and make you, it'll seem like I don't like you at all. I'm not giving you the time of day until you really prove to me that you might be worth the risk of heartbreak. Because it, it like men don't understand the scars that that leaves by trusting unworthy men. We let our walls down, we become vulnerable. And then that man just either take what he needs and then like leaves or becomes bored because he treated us like a plaything to begin with. He's not willing to, when something goes wrong, he's not willing to invest the time to repair it. Like that is a lot for us to continuously go through. Oh, yes, I did mean to do that actually at the beginning of the live stream and say thank you to everybody for 100,000 subscribers. I um, I saw that at like three o'clock in the morning. I randomly woke up and looked at my phone, but I knew that the YouTube channel was so close to 100,000 subscribers that I was like, I'm just going to check and see if it's there. And it was. And I'm like, I'm beaming. I didn't really want to like make a video of it right now because I want to be able to show you guys the plaque because to me, that's like a gift that my subscribers have given to me and it's very sentimental and I will cry if I think about it too much. I'm considering doing a very special video if I can muster the strength and the confidence to do it because I think you guys deserve a very big thank you for sticking with me for like years. This has been years in the making. So it is a massive deal and I don't know what I wanna do. Like I know I wanna do something special. I just don't know if I can, but I'm gonna try, but it means a lot and I did send the shipping information for the award. So when I do get it, I'll show it and do another really big thank you to everybody. But yeah, we hit 100,000 subscribers. So thank you guys so much. I feel very legitimate now. Um, yay. But I do have more fun things coming, including merch that I want to be specifically catered to the subscribers themselves. I don't want to do merch with like my name on it or something. Eventually we'll do like the Sovereign merch in some sort of fun, creative way. But I have a more creative way to give the subscribers something personalized individually for you guys that I think will make you happy no matter what. And not only just for like you guys, I think there's other people outside of our court that will actually really enjoy the merch, but it's gonna be a very nice gift that I can give back to you guys. So I'm super excited to get that like made. You're gonna lose your minds when you see it. Wait till you see the merch idea that I have for you. You're gonna just, you're gonna fall flat. It's gonna be insane. But anyways, so we're discussing the passport bros. And like I said, the good men, the good Western men are truly having no issue in the dating market here, none. They're having absolutely no issue because good men know how to treat women. If you are truly looking for something serious and you're not here to play a girl and you're willing to put in that time 
because that's what a lot of passport bros aren't willing to do. Not only do they not have the skills, they don't want to put in the time of investment into a woman. Now, I will give some of these men this. You guys choose the wrong women because not every woman is worthy. But a lot of men are so blinded by butt, boobs, looks. You're so blinded by aesthetics that you choose the wrong women. Women that are not ready for a serious relationship. Women who are also not taking you seriously. And see, usually women are very obvious about it. <laughs> we're very obvious when we're not looking for something serious. We're very forthcoming when we're not looking for something serious. Truly we are, but men feel like they can change a woman or lock a woman down. And it's the same thing that women do sometimes. I can change him. Sis, no, you can't. Stop trying to change people. So I will say some of you good men, you just choose the wrong women. And I've seen once again, divorced men who have been through that where they're like, yeah, I just chose the wrong woman and they become disillusioned and hurt and they never wanna try again. But it's like, it was because of your own bad choices. You know, you shouldn't have chose that woman and yet you blame the rest of us. I do have some videos on lock of some of these passport bros in their element. And I think it's a pretty um, interesting concept, an interesting thing. I did think about that. Design your own crown merch. You know, I thought about doing a court crown and if I can actually find a manufacturer to make custom crowns specifically bought by per people in the court, I would totally do that. That's actually one of the ideas, but that's not, that's one of the ideas, but that's not the one that, um, I know you guys are gonna lose your minds about. That's not the exact one. I'm going to, oh, I was on Passport Bro TikTok. Let me see if this is actually popping up properly because some of this stuff is just on TikTok. Now let's look at this right here. I can cook, I can clean. Uh-oh. Yeah, see, this is why I came to Thailand to find a traditional woman. Uh-oh. See, in the United States, oh. women don't cook and clean. Oh, oh we All don't. All they do is complain. Oh, really? That's why I got my passport and I've left. Look at this beautiful couple right here. <laughs> Pause, hold on, hold on. Did you hear that? Did you hear that, you guys? Ooh, this is a little large. I need to, I need to shrink this. <laughs> I need to shrink this screen. Did you hear what he said? Women in the United States do not cook, do not clean. All we do is complain. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I know you guys watched my mother, uh, in the last, what, video, not the pageant video, I did a video about Opali and my mom was cooking quesabrios. I just got done cooking fajitas. Like, according to this man, we don't cook and we don't clean. Our houses is just dirty. Our houses is just dirty, you guys. We're dirty like that. American women are dirty. We don't cook, we don't clean. I don't know how we get away with not cooking because all the women in the United States are healthy. If you've seen our butts, hips, and thighs, we are healthy. I don't see how we not cooking. We're just not cooking for you. But he says, we don't cook and we don't clean. That's why he went to Thailand to get a traditional woman. Now, the people watching this, we're gonna look at the woman that's here. She's got a nose ring and box braids. She's a little thick. As a woman who is very versed in international women, I can tell you that this is not a traditional Thai woman. That is not a traditional Thai woman. And women from Thailand would tell you that as well. She's not traditional at all. A nose ring and box braids, not a chance. Not a chance. Yeah, you understand. Let's rewrite that, that again. Smile. 
Oh. All they do is complain. Oh, all we do is complain. All we do is complain. I've heard this I've heard this saying from Passport Bros a good a good lot. I've I've heard this. All we do is complain. But they never tell us what we complain about. Tell me, sir, what do modern women complain about? Or should I just tell you because I know? I can tell you what modern women complain about. We complain that men are not willing to take their half of the chores and household duties when it comes to taking care of a home or childcare. We complain that men are unattentive and unaffectionate when it comes to uh, maintaining a stable, intimate relationship. We complain that y'all are disloyal. Yes, we complain. And I think those complaints are valid. I think they're valid. But passport bros want to go overseas to find a woman who will not complain about their lack of attention, affection, participation, or loyalty. You expect women from other countries to accept your lower standards. Being lesser of a man, you think that those women are going to accept you for that as if that's what they deserve. The thing is, why don't you think the women overseas deserve those same level of standards that Western women have? Like Western women, oh, they, they're used to high standards. Let me go find a woman who's used to bare minimum. Let me give her absolute nothing and I can take everything from her and be happy. This is what you are willing to, this is why we don't like you because you are not willing to provide women what we want. You don't want a 50-50 relationship. You want a 100 or maybe a 99, 1% relationship. You want to take everything from the relationship and that women, woman benefit, not at all, not at all. You see in these videos, when it, when it comes to passport bros, they never say what they're willing to give a woman. They never say what they're willing to put into a relationship, right? They never talk about themselves and say, I'm a good man, I provide this, I can do this, I care for my woman, I just want a woman to love. They never say what they have to offer, but they always say what they want to take. It's always about them, right? It's always about what they want. But even in this video, this man is like, I got a woman who cooks for me and cleans for me and all does all this for me, but what do you do for her? What is she getting out of this union? Nothing? Because then what does it mean for you to wave this girl in our face? I feel sorry for good sis. I feel bad for her. Because what is she getting from you? Not a damn thing, but some chores. I got time for it. That's why I got my passport. And I've left. Look at this beautiful couple right here. You understand me? Look at that smile. But guys, let's be honest. A young brother like this in the States, you could tell he's exceptionally forward regarding his intentions of wanting love and wanting a family. In the States, a man of his personality, characteristics, and traits will be labeled as a lame, would be labeled as corny, as reasons to disqualify him. But instead- Yes. Yes, I will, I will say that. You are correct. In the United States, especially looking at, I'm, aesthetics matter. Aesthetics matter. So I am looking at this man and I'm seeing the way he behaves and what he looks like. He's right. Uh, the mediocre man, and this, th that's not a dig. This man's channel, this man that's doing the TikTok right now, I've spoken about him before. He runs a YouTube channel called Mediocre Tutorials and Reviews. So when I call him mediocre, he named himself that. Um, so this mediocre man on the screen who's talking about them, he's correct in saying that the other man, the other black man with the Thai woman would be labeled as a lame. That is true because he presents with an aura of desperation 
that is off-putting to the modern woman. It gives us creepy vibes. If you're the type of man, he strikes me as the type of man to go on a first date and yes, it's it's okay to be forward about what you want in a relationship. If I go on a first date and a man is like, you know, I'm just looking for something serious. I want a woman to love. I want, you know, I just want to have hugs and cuddles and kisses and stuff. I can deal with having that conversation, but he gives me the type of feeling of a man that would immediately cling to me after a first date. He gives me the feeling of a man that has nothing going on in his life beyond trying to attain a, an, in a trying to attain an, a, damn, I can't speak, a relationship, okay? That seems to be his entire focus is finding a woman to be in a relationship with. He's not focused on progressing. He's not focused on his job. He has no other skills or hobbies. He has nothing else to talk about other than laying on the lap and being in the face of a woman. And that's not only weird and creepy, it's off-putting to a modern woman who's looking for a man to build with. I need you to bring some tools Bring some supplies, some resources to the world in which we are trying to build. I want to have conversations with you outside of how much you want to kiss my cheeks. I want to be able to talk about what's going on in the world. I want to be able to discuss, I don't know, different creative ways that I can build the channel. I want to be able to discuss, I don't know, different adventures that I want to take with you. There is an entire life outside of our relationship that needs to be built. And this man seems to be the only, he's just focused on a woman constantly. He's just, he's giving me Skippy vibes. If you know who Skippy is, you know what I'm talking about. Like it's just creepy men who's so helicopter hovering, just mechanically attached to a woman. It's like, get off of me. He does, he's, he comes off as what some women would call a lame. He does not have self-confidence. He doesn't have a thoroughly built personality outside of just trying to attain love. And that's creepy no matter who it is, whether it's a man or a woman, especially men. Men call women crazy in a heartbeat if she texts or calls too much. Men call women all types of insane names <laughs> if we are too into him, if we are too attached to him, if we're around too frequently, if we demand too much of his attention, but he expects to be tolerated <laughs> with this type of behavior from women. No, sir. Instead of dealing with the bullshit, my young brother went abroad and found himself a nice little tenderoni abroad. The demand my thing is, once again, that's not a traditional Thai woman. And yet you went and found an Asian woman who has the aesthetic of a black woman. Because no traditional Thai woman is walking around with a nose ring and box braids, sir. No traditional Thai woman is walking around bigger than a size eight with a nose ring and box braids. But that's what you got on your arm. So what you did was go find a Thai woman with the aesthetic of a black woman, but who you expect will have lower standards than Western women. Wow. That's a self-report. Go ahead and report on yourself for not being able to take care of the average modern woman. Like you just don't have the skills that measure up and that's okay. You can volunteer voluntarily be a part of the junior leagues. We're not mad at you. Like I said, I am not mad at the passport bros. Go find you a woman who will accept your lesser standards because it won't be me, won't be my friends. The thing is, I'm pretty sure that the women from Thailand and Philippines, unless you truly are looking for a woman who is in just the worst situation, who will just take anything and do anything to get out of a bad situation. The women from Philippines and Thailand, I don't know why you consider them to not be modern. That's pretty insulting, but don't think for a second they're willing to accept less from your mediocre selves. Because if you want the women that I talk about constantly on the channel, right, these gorgeous queens, <laughs> no. 
They're not accepting less from I, you, no matter what you say or do. They're, it's not going to happen. When you pay attention to the passport rolls, like they're getting women from like the DR, Colombia, yes. uh, the Philippines, Thailand. Mm -hmm. Like oh. women can that can speak very little English. Women that don't have it, education. Not, women that, but that missing, need them. Women that, that need women them. Women are raised. Okay, see that was a convoluted mess of what she just said. The countries are correct. Women that speak very little English, as someone who speaks, you know, with women from Thailand, Philippines, Colombia, like. Obviously, I have fans from all over the place. To, to automatically think that they don't speak English is a very American thing. Americans think anybody outside of the United States, Canada, or the UK can't speak English. So that's her bad for just being uneducated. But she's correct in saying that these men are seeking women who need them, who seemingly are in a position where they will accept almost anything to get out of a bad situation. That is what she's saying. She's saying, you're looking for women to... to kind of uses prey. You're kind of being a predator and seeking out women who will just take anything in order to live a Western culture slash American type of life. And she's right on that. These type of men are seeking out women who will just take anything and be happy with it. And that's not okay. Is to be wives. Mm -hmm. They learn everything the, from, from birth, from that's their right. father, from their mother, how to be a wife and how to support your men. Women that need them. It's not even women that See, it's it's not even just that, okay? And Filipinas, yes, a lot of them do know how to take care of a man. A lot of uh, Filipinas, Thai women, they are raised in order to be wives. But their sons are also raised to be husbands. Their sons are also raised with a certain type of work ethic and respect for women that Western men do not have. Western women are still raised on how to be wives, their level of willingness to do so has decreased. They don't want to do it for any man. They'll do it, but you truly have to be worthy. The standards for Western women are exceedingly, exceedingly much higher than they were years ago. But the standards for women overseas, they may be different, but they're not lesser, <laughs> if you haven't noticed. In fact, from what I've seen, Filipino man, those men, they work harder than the average Western man does. The average Filipino man, they're used to having less and being happy with less and working more than a Western man. I've seen Filipino men having entire families in like a one bedroom house, working a farm together, getting dirty, doing 16 hour days. Like these men work and still come home to their wives and children. And they're still a present father. Western men can't manage to be a present husband, much less a present father to six kids. Like you cannot compare yourself to men overseas, like you're putting yourself into a market where you still don't compare. You realize that, right? You do not compare to men from Thailand, Philippines, Vietnam, you don't. I was talking once to um, a courtier in the Discord, it was Lee. We were talking about dating stuff and I was saying how somebody clearly peed in the dating pool when it comes to US dating. And Lee said, one of the commonalities for women in one of the Asian nations in which he was living was that those women expected that if you wanted to be in a relationship with them, you had to buy them a very expensive handbag. I'm talking like a Birkin. I'm talking like some sort of Chanel $5,000 handbag in order for them to even consider being in a relationship with you at all. 
at all. A lot of these women in other nations require a monetary investment in order to prove that you're serious. Otherwise, they won't even spend time with you. And I'm not faulting the women for that. Every woman requires some sort of investment in order for a man to be taken seriously so that we know we're not wasting our time so that we're not being played. So I'm not knocking those women for doing that because it's a way to weed out men who are not serious. Now, of course, there's women that take it super far and they're like, I want you to buy me a $10,000 bag and me and Lee were talking about it. And I was like, that's absurd. Of course, me as a woman, I expect a sort of investment for me to take you seriously. But what I demand is time and what is, I, I demand time and maybe empathy, attention. Time and attention is something that I can say that I demand from men consistently for a period of time before I start to break down my walls. Because I know a man that's not serious won't last very long. Like a month of pursuing me, a non-serious man will give up after a month. He'll start packing his bags after a month. So I don't let my walls come down at all in a month. I don't at all. You won't, <laughs> you won't. I'll go on dates with you. I'll have fun with you. We'll go out and hang out together. Fine. Getting personal with me, getting super close with me, not gonna happen in a month. No, because I don't trust you guys. What's up, Saul, what'd you say? I don't think going elsewhere to find a woman is the best choice. Honestly, as long as you take care and provide and listen to your woman, you will have a great woman and an even better relationship. Agreed. Agreed. And that's what a lot of these men don't understand because they don't have those skills and they don't obtain those skills until much later in life. As I've like studied men, because you guys have kind of become like my interest. Men have become an interest of mine that I have to study, right? Younger men get on my nerves. I've always disliked younger men. I'm talking like the 25 unders. I've never trusted y'all. Even when I was a teenager, I didn't like you. I've always loved older men. 30 plus is when they start to ripen, but I've noticed that men really don't start to mature and really grasp these skills until they're in their 40s. And that's really disheartening to a woman who's still in her 20s and I don't have kids or I'm unmarried. I'm like, I'm dealing with these younger men. Me realizing that these men don't attain these skills until later in life hurts. They don't understand the power that they have by simply just sitting and listening to a woman and being there for her by simply reaching out and talking to her. Like I didn't realize, like personally, I can state my own faults here. I did not realize how walled off I had become until somebody told me. And I was like, I'm a very open person. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't understand how you could say that I withhold when I'm like such a free individual, I'm such an affectionate person. And then they kind of broke it down to me and they're like, well, you don't, necessarily call or text much ever. Like I reach out to you all the time, but you don't reach out to me. And then I thought about it and I was like, ah, okay, I can take responsibility on that because through my history of dating, I have been trained by other men, younger men, men, you know, be below the age of 30. I have been trained by these men to not outwardly show affection because then they call me clingy or they say, oh, I'm not ready for anything serious. They become adverse if I show affection. So then by that training, I've learned to not 
outwardly show that affection. If I call or text too much, then they once again say, I'm being too clingy or what are you doing? I'm not your boyfriend or, and I'm just like, it's not that I'm trying to harass them. I'm just trying to, what I thought open a line of communication and stay in contact. And for whatever reason, this leads men to think, oh my God, she's all over my jock. She just wants me like that. And I'm like, no, I enjoy your presence and I wanna to talk to you. Why would you demonize me wanting to be around you? But they did. So now I've learned to not do that anymore. I do not communicate as much as I used to like to because I've been punished for it. I'm not as, as affectionate as I would like to be because I've been punished for it. And when I am finally in that space where I want to be affectionate, I see your question. This is what we're talking about, Adeline. She says, what's your opinion about passport bros? This whole video is about passport bros. But when I get in the space where I feel like I can be comfortable enough to show affection, usually the men are not as giving or they feel like they've won the game. They feel like, oh, finally, she's starting to break down her walls. Ha ha, I've got her. And they feel like the chase is over. They feel like they've won. And it's like, okay, on to the next game. They get bored. They get bored. If we fully give ourselves to men and show all the affection and love, they become complacent and they get bored. And then once they feel like once we're attached to them, they feel like they can get away with anything. They'll just go off. They'll stop calling. They'll stop texting because they expect us to still be here when they get back. They can start disrespecting us because they feel like I've got her in the bag. So it's fine. I don't have to try as hard as I did anymore. They're unwilling to put in the same amount of work. And every time I think about this, I'm like, you guys still expect what foreign women to be OK with that? Do you think you're gonna to go to the Philippines, find a Filipino girlfriend and then not text her for two weeks and she's not going to have a problem? Are you insane? But this is exactly what has happened in the United States because it used to be that these men who have become passport bros simply had preferences within the United States to go and find different women in the United States who weren't black women. That, that was the only requirement was that they not, not date black women because specifically in black men's minds, they thought the only strong women in the world, right? The only aggressive women in the world were black women. This is a black women specific issue. And the rest of you women out there are weak. White women, weak. Asian women, weak. Foreign women, weak. It's only black women who give attitude. And I'm pretty sure I have a video over here somewhere of an Asian woman beating the hell out of a black man for not doing his due diligence as a man. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna see if I can find it, but it was in their heads that it was specifically a black woman issue. And I'm just like, that's so disrespectful to foreign women to think that they're just weak and they will tolerate anything from you because I will tell you right now, they will not. They will not just tolerate anything that you give them. And of course they're going to learn. <laughs> like, let's be real. Of course, these, these men are gonna learn the hard way, the same that they did in the United States when they found out women in the United States weren't willing to deal with their nonsense either. There's plenty of Asian women here where you live. So what then would be the reason of you going to find women overseas if you have access to them here, unless it's a cultural issue, unless these women are not nearly as weak as you thought that they were? Ouch. I wish I knew where the heck those videos were of that Asian woman smacking the, the mess out of that black man because it was glorious. It was amazing. Like, what did you think was gonna happen? But this has become a giant debate 
online, on TikTok, on everywhere of passport bros are advocating for them to leave the country, leave the nation, leave wherever, go, go do what they want to do. And you know what, sir? I support you. I fully support you. I fully support you leaving, leave, leave. It makes it, honestly, I wish there was a way to filter out these type of men because the way that I support y'all leaving, I wish I could pack you on the boat. I would make you a lunch and send you on your way. And I'm sorry, apologies to foreign women, okay? I do not mean to be like uber privileged. I do not mean to be disrespectful and just dump our American garbage on your shorelines. I don't, I swear I don't, okay? They're choosing to go to your countries and I'm saying we're okay with that, but I know that they're trash. And when you guys find out that they're trash, I don't want you to think that this is the, the doing of American women. American women have saddled us with their lackluster men and now we're stuck with them. This was not us. And I'm, I'm like extending the olive branch right now and warning some of these girls, when you see American men specifically going to your country in order to just find women, number one, most likely it's sex tourism. That's the most likely thing is that they're, it's, it's for sex. And once again, that's still very gross. Like that's still very disrespectful. But even if let's say it's for marriage, the reason that they're looking for what we would call a male order bride is because they expect to get all the benefits of having a wife without putting in any of the work that Western women require. They do not want to love you. They don't wanna care for you. They don't wanna invest in you. They don't wanna care about your passions or hobbies. They're not going to check on you throughout the day. They're not gonna love on you and kiss on you and dote on you. They're not gonna respect your thoughts. They're not. And I can say that because I've made videos on these men showing them in their own podcast, them saying they want women who are gonna sit there and be quiet, only speak when spoken to. You're not allowed to have an Instagram. You're not allowed to go out by yourself. You're not allowed to have your own friends. And if you do have friends at all, he better know every single one of them. You better come when he's when you're told. You better do as you're told. You better be ready for sex. You better clean up after him. You better cook for him. You better do all that and expect nothing in return. That is what these men want. And this is why they are rejected by Western women, the bad ones. Because good men, like I said, I got Saul in here. He'll tell you when you got a good man, they don't have problems in the United States. Trust me, there's not a lot of good men in the United States, but the few of you that exist, we are fighting over you and you know it. The good men know we are scrapping, clawing and poking out each other's eyes trying to get to them because they're in short supply. We do want good men, but these men are not good men. That's why we reject you. I will reject you immediately. I had a man that wanted to date me who was a friend. Somebody I had known for a while and I was comfortable with. And normally I'm like, jumping from friend to relationship is possible, but there's certain boundaries that have to be reassessed when making that leap. Because when I'm just looking you looking at you as a friend, I really don't care about, I don't care as deeply. I do care about the quality of friends that I have. I do care that you're a good person, but I care much more intensely, obviously, when you are dating me. So when I start reevaluating and doing the background check to see if this friend is a plausible person to date, I realize they're not. Because this person would do things that were beyond what my boundaries would accept. If you can't respect my boundaries as a friend, I cannot expect that you would respect my boundaries in a relationship. And that's a deal breaker for me. 
I need to know that I am secure when I'm in a romantic relationship and in order to be the vulnerable woman that is required to be good in a relationship, like I need to feel safe. And if you can't protect my boundaries, I'm never gonna be vulnerable with you. I can't be in a relationship with you if you can't respect that. Most men don't understand that. They don't know how to provide that safety for a woman. Sometimes, look, I'll tell, I look, I was gonna do some TikTok stuff because the passport bros are going off in the TikToks, but I'll reveal some personal tea right here because we're on podcasts, we're on live. I'll say some personal tea. I definitely will do that once I remember what the hell story that I was gonna say. <laughs> because I had it in my brain and then a motorcycle went by and then I fixed the screen and now I'm trying to remember what I was gonna say. Cause I remember I was talking about my own personal boundaries here. Shoot, I'm gonna have to remember later. I, it, it skipped my mind. It popped in and then it disappeared, but I'll think about it later. So we're going back to TikTok, it's fine. Because the TikTok bros are going, they're going yeah, off. Party pooper right here. Okay, so what you guys are seeing on the screen right now, for those of you that are watching, this is a passport bro who went from Thailand to Brazil and he is sitting on camera with a woman that he met overseas. And he's finding out the women overseas are not nearly as weak as he expected them to be. Oh my gosh. She's been negative the past 15 minutes. No, 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 no. She ain't no He's calling her rude. She's he's saying she's being aggressive. You went all the way to Thailand just to get slapped up. Hold on, y'all. I got it. All right, come on. Curl is right for this. You went, you went all the way to Thailand to get slapped up and deal with the same spunkiness that you complain about in America. Yep. And this is what I tell these passport bro guys. No, no matter where you go in the world, women are going to be women. Okay. And women are going to react to you the same way because you have not done the inner work inside of yourself to be respected by women no matter what country you go to facts you know and ultimately if you don't do the work within it doesn't matter where you go in the world you're going to get the same result it's just going to come in a different language so when the thai woman get ready to cuss you out it will be in her native tongue, okay? And <laughs> that's all I be trying to tell y'all. But y'all don't want to listen to King Brujo. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't want to listen to King Brujo. And he's right. Women are going to be women no matter where you go to. Everywhere in the world, a woman wants love. Everywhere in the world, a woman wants to be hugged. Everywhere in the world, a woman wants a man that's invested in her as a person, in her mind, in her thoughts, in her world. Every woman wants a man who's truly into her in every way possible, not just her body, her heart, her soul, her wants, her dreams. We all want that type of man. So what do you think these women in other countries are gonna do when they find out that you flew to their country expecting 
to get a woman who's going to cater to your every whim, wish and want only to give her nothing in return. What do you think a woman from Thailand is going to do? What do you think a woman from Philippines is going to do when she wants you to hold her and cradle her and you don't, but you tell her to get up and cook you some dinner? You messed up. Yes, I do. I am aware of Rose from 90 Day Fiance. I am aware of the entire show 90 Day Fiance. I've actually considered on the family channel sitting down and watching some of these dating shows. I've already committed myself to watching um, Married at First Sight. So I will be watching Married at First Sight on the family channel with my glass of wine. That'll be something that's happening over there because the whole dating thing is is fascinating to me, right? It's incredibly fascinating. It always fascinates me when I do see a worthy man who has somehow gone unmatched for so long. And a lot of the times it's a, a man that simply has been choosing the wrong women because he's been so wrapped up in beauty and looks that he has not been looking within a woman and only ever saw the outside. And that's tragic for him. I've seen a lot of men succumb to that. But there's much, there's many more women, I think, especially when it comes to these dating sites or when it comes to a serious relationship. Women want serious relationships much more than men do. They truly want more. Emergency Arbity is tanning. Lord, don't look. I mean, she's already Miss Universe. She could she could do what she want to do, but Lord have mercy. And I think a, a lot of the men do not understand. Like I don't I don't understand how they don't understand, but they don't understand like how to get to a woman's heart. They don't understand how to get to our soul. They thought it was money. Honestly, if a woman is only into you for money, why would you want her? For a man that truly wants love and devotion, which most men do, most men want a woman that's completely only for them. Most men want a woman that's totally obsessed. But then once they get that woman, they complain that she wants to spend too much time with them. She demands too much affection from them. She wants to be with them too much. She's too into them. Like men want these women that are so into them and then complain once they've got her. Let me let you men know, if you really have a woman that's into you, she's gonna be a little bit annoying. She's gonna get on your nerves a little. with you, we cannot help ourselves, but you demonize our affection and our love. If you have a woman that's annoying you, she's into you. She loves you, dude, she loves you. She loves you a lot <laughs> if she's annoying you. You should be so proud if your girlfriend is annoying you. If she hugs you for no reason, if she lays on you for no reason, if she just wants to sniff your neck for hours, if she scoots next to you in bed and she's overheating you and we know that you hate it, but we also like the touch of your skin. Don't complain about our love for you because then we're gonna keep it away. That's what it's like, like we love it. Fact told you don't matter where you go, got to do your part as a man. That's what, and a lot of men do not want to do their part. And I'm like, do you not know what your part is? Cause I can, I can say it. I can say it out loud. I've, I can be a very difficult woman to break down and get to like the, the soft center of simply because I've been trained to distrust men by men themselves. It's difficult. But if you have the skills as a man, it's not, it's not that hard if you're willing to put in the time. The number one thing to getting to the center of a woman is time and patience. You have to have the patience to go at her pace if she is slow to open up. 
And you have to have the persistence to still check on her, call her, even when she's not reaching out to you, even when she's not doing what she's supposed to do. I told you I've been put in my place before for not being as attentive as I should and not really realizing it. When a man is taking me seriously, I will do the same in return. Legit, th this was some, I'll tell y'all, this was some alpha men stuff that happened to me once. A man legit sat me down and looked me in the face and asked me like straight and told me, you don't text me, like you don't call me. I don't know why you don't, but I wish you would. Like he was just, he wasn't mean about it, but he had just offhand mentioned it to me. And I was like, oh my God. Number one, I'm not used to men even caring if I reach out or not. <laughs> most men don't care if I reach out or not. So I've learned not to do that ever. I'm not used to men actually wanting to see me, like calling me on a consistent basis, not just because they want to see my body, but just to hang out, go out somewhere, have fun together, enjoy each other's time and company, sit down, cuddle and watch a movie. And when I say cuddle, I legitimately mean cuddle. Just, just hold me and watch a movie and laugh together. I'm not used to that because most men don't do that. Most men are not used to just putting in that type of investment. You guys only call women when you want them or you want something from them, but you don't call us simply to just spend time with us. Tell us you missed us. Lord have mercy, I'd probably cry if a man called me and said, I miss you. What the, sh what? Never. That level of attentiveness is not regularly shown from men. And that's what women need in order to feel safe. We feel safe when we know that you truly do want us, you're invested in us, you'll care for us, and you're persistent, you're gonna try, you're going to do your best and be the best person you can for us. Then we know, wow, there is no way this man is investing so much time and so much effort and energy if he truly didn't care about me. There's no way. There comes a point where I have to sit down and think about it and be like, Devana, you, you're gonna have to get it together, okay? Because there's no reason this man would be putting in this much time and effort for you if he didn't care. So now you have to reciprocate. You've gotta open up a little bit more because he's, he's there for you, he's trying. Like uh, ladies, let's not lie about this. We've all sat down and had to pep talk ourselves into not being crappy women when we realize, oh my God, he might be a good one. I need to stop playing games. And it's not that we're legit playing games, right? It's not that I'm out gallivanting around the world with men. I'm not, my phone is drier than the Sahara, okay? I don't even know why I have a phone. My phone is primarily used for YouTube and looking at Instagram stuff. I'm not talking to nobody. Like I, my phone is dry, it is dry except for the one person who sends me food photos, my phone is dry. It's dry. And right now I'm working too much because I'm working on buying a new bike. Saul, by the way, I am so sorry. I forgot to message you back because I'm forgetful. But that's what I've been doing is working on a new, uh, I'm getting a Yamaha R6. So I'm getting a new bike and I'm supposed to have it next month. But this rain has been messing up the rides, but we will be riding. And there's two rides happening, but they're just going to Turtle Rock. They're not big. So just so you know, but... AMF says, not all men are like that. My father still hugs and cuddles with my mother. I know, and that's the messed up part. I feel like it's the older men, the married men who understand what we want. And this is why I always suggest women, babe, go older, go older. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. You're gonna have to go older because the younger men, they are so focused on sex. They don't wanna build a relationship. They don't want to build a life together. They're not trying to establish a world. Like I'm trying, like understand this. 
as a young woman, I can say, tell the men the truth. Don't use this against us, okay? This is a very, this is a confession. And I'm sorry, women, I'm not trying to put us on blast. But men, young men, women want sex more than you do. Do not use that against us, okay? Don't, don't, don't do that. It's really hard to pretend like we don't, but I promise you, women want, want sex more than you do. If you knew how much we think about it, you would think we're all like deviants. Like you would you would put us all in straight jackets and probably run from us. <laughs> it's the reason we're so controlled. It's because if we weren't controlled, you guys would figure out how bad we actually were and we don't want you to know. So we have to keep it under wraps, but we, we want it as much or even more than you do. The thing is for women, that's the type of intimacy we want has to be linked to our emotions. It has to be linked to our brain. This is why even though all women technically are sexual deviants, they do not wanna be promiscuous. Most of us don't wanna be promiscuous because in order to achieve the actual, the, the quality intimacy that we want, Oh my God. Oh, that's Andy. Well, hey, Andy, we got another subscriber. <laughs> Scared the mess out of me. <laughs> Anyways, in order to achieve the maximum amount of intimacy that we want, we need somebody that we can thoroughly trust, someone that we respect and someone that we are comfortable with. The only way we can get that is if there is a man willing to put in the time to get that close to us. And most young men, they want everything immediate. Everything has to be right now. Everything is so fast and so speedy and they do not want to make the investment. This is why y'all have no investment portfolios is because you just don't want, you just don't know how to invest in anything. But older men, older men have 401ks. Older men have uh, ROIs. They know how to invest. So they don't, make, they don't mind taking the time. They will, dude, I don't, the way young men have me so wound up I feel uncomfortable when a man tries to rub my feet. I had a foot massage for the first time from a man that wanted to rub my feet and I didn't know how to act. And he looked me in my face. He's like, why can't you just relax? And I was like, I'm over here trying to stop him from rubbing my feet. Cause I'm like, no, you don't need to do that. You don't stop it, no. And he's like, let me rub your feet. And I'm like, it's because I'm not used to being catered to. I'm not used to a man actually caring. I'm not used to a man actually putting an effort. So when he does put an effort, I'm like, oh, wait, I don't, what's going on? I don't know what we're doing here. This has never happened before. I've had one serious boyfriend in my life, uh, only one. And usually everything that came of that relationship, I was the one putting in all the effort. And a lot of women are the same. We've experienced always being the one on the giving side, but we don't know how to take it when a man is willing to cater to us because it is so rare. And it only comes from older men. I find myself around older men and suddenly they're giving me kisses out of nowhere. They're giving me hugs. They're cooking for me. They roll over and grab me in bed and cuddle me. What is happening? We don't, it's, it's these little simple things that we love and yet no man is willing to give us. And then they complain when we ask for it, right? They complain, they complain. We ask for attention, they complain. God forbid you have a woman that wants your attention, right? God forbid I'm on your phone calling you, calling you throughout the day. Hey babe, I'm checking on you, I wanna see you. Can I come over, are you naked? I'm bothering you though, right? Right? I wanna see you, I wanna make you dinner. Girl, I'm trying to go out with the boys today. We're bothering you, right? These are the, these are the complaints that men have of women. She's always bothering me. She wants to spend time with me. She wants me to take her out. God forbid. 
God forbid you have to take us out on a date. If that's such a chore for you, why are you dating? Like, I don't understand men. If you want things to, if you want, if you just want to have sex, if you don't want to have a relationship, like there are women that are okay with that. There is no need for tricking women, going overseas to find women. Just be honest. It's the honesty. Why is there such a lack of honesty amongst men If to say what you are looking for? Just say what you're looking for. If you don't want a relationship, just say that. Now, what, what men seem to not be okay with is understanding that if they are completely forward and honest about their lack of wanting something serious, if they say that to a woman, they know 90% of women are going to shut them down. That's true. But that doesn't mean you can't find women willing to give you what you want. But that does not justify tricking women, whether it be women in your nation or foreign women. That doesn't justify that. And that's also why I second women. If women, if you want to trick a woman into doing something with you, whether it be sex or a full on relationship for any reason, you trick a woman and she drags you through the mud. She embarrasses you. She burns your clothes. She steals your dog. I don't care. I don't care. You get what you get because you put yourself in that situation full well knowing that you were lying, but not full well understanding who you were getting in a relationship with. I've had men do that to me, think that they can play me, hurt me, do whatever they want to me and think that they're going to get away scot-free or that I won't do something in return. I'm mean, sir. <laughs> Duh. I told you, I'm very honest. I tell men from jump. Hi, Spotlight Stealer, you popped back. Admit it, guys, we've always lived and still live in a man's world and men have always been spoiled in it. That's true. Men are spoiled. I've even told my mom. Damn, who's driving by my house like that? You heard that motorcycle song? I'm tempted to go chase him down and give him a card, invite him to bike nights. <laughs> but yes, you're entirely true. And I've told this to my mother. The way that my mom treated me, raised me, is not how my little brother is being raised. My little brother got a progress report today with terrible grades, has not been doing what he's supposed to be doing in school. He's in fourth grade, but still, this is something that will carry on in the high school. So I'm like, we need to nip it in the bud now. I was pissed. But the thing is, when I was being brought up, I was hounded. I was forced to sit at the table and everybody watched me do my homework and I was nitpicked and forced to do chores. My brother doesn't do any chores. He doesn't wash dishes. My mom cooks him homemade meals every single meal, lunch and breakfast and dinner. He gets constant homemade meals. He is doted on, doted on. I was never treated that way. And this is the issue that I have when it comes to men sitting up on these podcasts complaining about women. Women, even modern women to this day, are still brought up taking care of siblings. I was taking care of kids long before I became an adult. I was taking kid taking care of kids when I was one. My first time babysitting was when I was, what, five, if not younger? And I've been caring for children ever since. Not only that, we're nurses. I was in home care and all that stuff. Women are always taught how to care for the parents and the family and the children, always. But it is never put on men to do the same. You do not see little boys being brought up to care for and take care of women, how to take a woman on a date, how to respect women, how to speak to women, how to be empathetic and compassionate, how to be an equal partner. None of that. Little boys are not taught how to be supportive. They're not taught how to do that. They're not taught the emotionality of women. Damn, y'all make fun of us for having periods. Cause it's gross. 
There's just, you don't understand, you don't even understand the biological functions of the, of your favorite part of women. But yet it is always put on us to take care of a man, feed a man, make him feel comfortable, make him feel loved. When half y'all don't know how to make a feel woman, how to make a woman feel loved in return. And yes, AMF, older man, older man. And you know why I say older men? It's because older men have already experienced not only what they have done wrong, they know what a bad woman is versus what a good woman is. They've had enough life experience and have made enough mistakes to understand where they were choosing the wrong women. They know how to identify a worthy woman. And at this point in their life, if they're still single or if they're divorced, they have a craving for a good woman. So when they find one, they treat her like she is the most valuable treasure in the world. They treat her like she is a found diamond in the rough. They treasure her, they protect her, they lit, yo. All the motorcycles are outside right now. They like, I'm like saucy, I'm just like, I'm like who's outside? Damien, is that you? Quit playing with my, my podcast right now, sir. I know, I will check 360. I will know if that's Damien or not. But either way, older men, know what to do and what not to do. And they functioned enough in different styles of relationships to understand what makes a woman feel comfortable. They understand how much we value the kisses and hugs and the spontaneity of, you know, taking out, like when, a, when I'm washing the dishes, or if I'm just walking around the house or if I just come around a corner and I'm just met with a kiss or a hug or something, like that just exhilarates me. That just gives me the butterflies. I'm happy all day because it really feels like that man went out of his way to come find me. He thought about me at a random moment in his day and craved my affection and attention so much to stop what he was doing walk around the house to come find me just to get that little kiss. And that just sends a woman over the moon. It just sends us over the moon. We love that. It's amazing to hear that that's how you feel about us, to feel that energy. That's what we want. When we're having a bad day and we're kind of just off and aloof and not paying attention and we seem sad and down, when a man notices how we feel and he's willing to take the time to sit down, hold us, Talk it through with us. Try to figure out what's going on. If, if it's something he did, he's not going to get upset. He's not gonna point fingers. He's willing to sit down, listen, and try to work it out. And you know what? I'll admit, sometimes women's um, emotions were erratic and we're irrational. Sometimes we get mad at small things. But if you're a man, especially older men, older men typically know how to do this, is like, let's say I'm being real emotional and you ate the last cookie, right? I'm pissed because you ate the last cookie. I came home from work, I got in the house and you ate that freaking cookie, the big chocolate chip one that I wanted, you a-hole. I wanted that cookie and now I'm pissed at you, right? I'm mad and it's irrational, right? It's irrational for me to be so bent out of shape over a piece of cookie. To have a man come to you and sit down and not make fun of you, but be like, you know what? I didn't realize that that, meant something to you. I didn't realize you were looking forward to that. I'm sorry. And to sit there and just be empathetic and calm, that's what it means to be an alpha male. That's what it means to be a leader. It means that when we are broke down, when we're not our true selves, when we are feeling vulnerable and weak, instead of lashing out at us, a man's gonna come and be our strength. He's not going to kick us when we're down. He's not gonna yell at us for being irrational. He's going to be strong. Come to us and say, babe, I get that this is a cookie that meant a lot to you. I did not know, but I'll go get you a cookie. 
Next time, maybe just let me know that you're saving it. And I don't want you to be mad over something this small. Don't be mad at me over a cookie because it was a mistake. Okay, don't be mad at me. That is a man. That's a man. Because even if he knows his woman is in the wrong, he's still strong enough to protect her from being even more hurt or taking advantage of her clear vulnerability at that moment. When a woman is being, when she's emotionally distressed, what it means to be a strong leader of a man is to, to, to realize and accept that she's emotionally distressed and not go to that level yourself. Hi, Rafa. I see Rafa's popped in from Venezuela. I see you. But that's what it means. Like when I'm when I'm sad and I'm vulnerable, I'm feeling depressed, I'm feeling weak. When it means to be my strength, even though I'm a strong woman, it feels good to have a man come to me, recognize that I'm not feeling my best and hug me and be like, you know what? Do you need anything from me today? I'm going to cook dinner. And I'm going to come bring it in the bed here with you. And we're going to have breakfast in bed together. And I'll hold you until you feel better. If you want to talk about something, then I'll talk to you about it. We'll figure out what makes you feel better because I want you to be happy. That is a strong man. That's a strong man. That's an alpha man. That is the man that we want. These other men who are the passport bros are getting rejected because when a woman is feeling vulnerable and weak and hurt, they walk in to her room where she's likely been crying for the last hour and say, hey, when's dinner? I'm going out with the boys tonight. Um, can you pack me my lunch for tomorrow? Hey, babe, can you, did you do the laundry? Like they don't even recognize her state of mind. They don't care about her level of emotion. They don't care that she's hurt. They just don't care at all. They always come in leading with themselves. They always thinking of themselves and not her. And this is why women have such a detached feeling from these men. Because they're always focused on themselves. They have no investment in her. So it's like, if you don't care about me, why do I care? I'm not cooking your lunch. I'm not making dinner. What? Get out of my face. And because we're so emotionally vulnerable, it's easy to then lash out at a man who couldn't care at us regardless. It's like you, I'm sitting here going through a really hard time. It's been a really rough day. And I've had a man do this to me. I have had a man do this to me. I had a man who I was dating and we were supposed to spend Thanksgiving together. And it turns out that his family was having a special, like my family, we were supposed to go to my family's house, but my family kind of separated because we had a death in the family and his family he hadn't seen in a while. And I felt bad. I did not want to keep him from seeing his family he hadn't seen in a while because they were so scared of COVID. They hadn't gotten together in like three years to have a family dinner. But then out of the blue, his family actually invited him to go have Thanksgiving at the family house. Even though he was supposed to come with me, I'm over here thinking, well, my family's not even getting together the way that we wanted because of the death. So I want you to spend time with your family because you haven't seen them. So go spend time with your family. Now, deep down, I was a little bit dismayed because we were gonna go see my family together, but he never extended the opportunity for me to go to his family's Thanksgiving together. Never happened even though I extended the offer for him to come with me. So I was like a little bit hurt and I'm like, oh, that sucks. Like, yeah, I told you to go see your family, but you don't wanna go together. I didn't bring it up though, because maybe in my mind, I'm like, maybe his family is hesitant still kind of with the COVID. They don't know me, I'm a new person. So I decided to leave it alone. That entire week of Thanksgiving, 
I spent by myself the whole holiday season and I was very depressed, incredibly depressed. In fact, I was so bad that Thanksgiving evening, while I was laying in my bed and I was mopey and droopy and sad, I was so bad that I forced myself to get up and I went to the bar on Thanksgiving night when I should have been with my family, but I didn't have my family. I didn't have anybody. So I went to the bar and at the bar, it turns out the bartender had, you know, cooked some Thanksgiving food at that little hole in the wall bar. And I had Thanksgiving at the bar by myself, by myself. Now this is on like a, what Thanksgiving was on like a Thursday or something when that happened. So the day after Thanksgiving, I reached out to the person I was dating and I'm like, Hey, you know, do I get to see you today? It was Friday. Do I get to see you today? No response for like 18, 20 hours, no response. And I'm like, I've been lonely for a week, separated from my family, alone on a holiday. I'm truly going through it. I didn't text that, but in my head, this is how I'm feeling. This man did not text me back. Now you would think as a decent partner, you would be at least thinking of your significant other during the holidays, checking on them something, right? I had heard nothing from this person, nothing, but okay. I'm not super picky. I'm trying to keep calm and be mature. Nearly 20 hours, this person wakes up, says, I've been uh, sleeping this whole time. I was out drinking or whatever. <laughs> so that's why I didn't get back to you. And then I was like, okay, nothing else. No other conversation beyond that. No, how was your Thanksgiving? No, what were you doing? No, how are you? Didn't ask about me whatsoever. I, I got a text message about, oh, I was drinking. That was it. And I'm like, all right, maybe I just need to let him recover. Okay, so here's the kicker. Here's the kicker, you guys. Typically, these are stories I only tell on Patreon, but I'm letting you know simply because so you understand what modern women are going through. The next day is Saturday. After that, it was Saturday. It was Saturday, Saturday morning. Saturday morning comes around. I wake up this entire week, even though he doesn't know it because I've been trying to keep my emotions under control. I am incredibly upset. I have been separated from everybody I care about. I have been alone during the holidays. I feel very depressed. I feel very forsaken. He hasn't so much just checked on me. I haven't heard from anybody, anybody. And usually like my phone is dead, but it's, you know, it's even worse knowing that I should have been with my family and I'm separated. It's even worse knowing that I should have been with a significant other and I was separated. It's even worse knowing that I had invited this person to celebrate at my family's house, but he was not willing to even extend the invite for me to go to their their house. Like I'm, I'm a bundle of emotions, but I have not attacked him. I haven't said a word, right? Not said a word. Saturday morning comes round. I check biker stuff. You know, I see what's going on. And at the time this person was a biker and this biker, Saturday morning, bright early in the morning, I see going to the meetup spot to go on a bright and early Saturday morning ride with my personal friends going on a ride. This person who I haven't seen in more than a week past the holidays, the first thing they thought of when they woke up in the morning was going on a motorcycle ride. Didn't call me, didn't text me, didn't tell me, didn't check on me, nothing. Wake up, find out of my own volition, they're going on a motorcycle ride. At that moment, I was pissed and I sent him a message and it wasn't mean, but I'm like, I'm, I, I told him, I have to say I'm really upset right now. I have to say I'm really upset right now. I've been alone. I was, I spent Thanksgiving by myself. I've been completely separated. I haven't had any time with anybody. You haven't so much just checked on me. I spent Thanksgiving in a bar. You didn't so much as check on me when you, when you got home, like nothing. You didn't call me, nothing. I haven't spoken to you in over a week, nothing. 
nothing at all. I feel upset. What I'm thinking in my head is my significant other who's going on a motorcycle ride with my friends is going to take his butt back to the house and be like, my bad, I didn't realize you were going through this. In that text message, by the way, I was like, honestly, I just need a hug right now. That's what I put. I was very calm and I was like, honestly, I just, I just need a hug right now. And I'm thinking he's gonna go back to the house and it'll be fine. That is not what happened. He said, I didn't know that's how you were feeling. I don't know why you would be feeling that way. You could have come with me to my family's house. Did you invite me, sir? You didn't even check on me. You didn't even ask where I was gonna be at for Thanksgiving. You didn't even ask. Didn't even ask. But the thing is, here's the kicker. He said, yeah, I didn't know you were feeling that way. You, you know, I didn't know what was going on. All that, all that crap, right? You know what he did? You know what he did? He went on the motorcycle ride. After that con text conversation and him realizing how upset and fragile and emotional I was and how just how I was feeling, took off on a five hour motorcycle ride and then hit me back when he got home and said, hey, you can come over if you want to. I don't know if I'm gonna be much uh, help to you right now. You can come over. At that point, and this honestly, I'm, I can say this because I was actually on live stream when I was getting those messages. I was on live stream when I was getting those messages. That live stream is private because everything went haywire as I was getting those messages and I had to end the live stream and take off and went to his house and was like, what the hell? We were done that night. That night we were done. We were done, done. Cause he straight up looked me in the face and said, I don't really like care about your feelings. We were done. These are the situations that women are dealing with that makes us want to be so withdrawn, so untrusting. This is why our standards are so high is so that we don't end up around men like this. Who, by the way, I still have to, because he's still somehow trying to attach himself to my world. Look, I understand being a, I understand getting a taste of my life is very addicting because it's very adventurous and fun. But um, losing me means losing my world. And this person, even though it's been done for quite some time, still decides to linger. And but we'll see what happens. I've alerted some bikers. Either way. <laughs> Either way. This is why we are so reluctant to open up to the extent that some men want us to, to do. They want to experience all of the love and adventure and wonder that encompasses our world, but they don't want to treat it with the care that is required. I don't mind being open, but I need a man who's going to not only respect me, but maintain the sanctity of my sanity. When I'm feeling distressed, I expect to have a partner that is distressed at my distress. If I say like, I'm feeling really emotionally raw and abandoned right now, to feel abandoned as a partner is a huge deal. That's a massive thing. As, as far as I'm concerned, if I'm dating someone and they message me and say, I'm feeling abandoned right now, that is you telling me I haven't done my job as a partner. That's you being nice and sincere, but also telling me you're not there for me. I don't feel that you're being there for me. And you're, you're, that is an outstretched hand asking for me to be there. If, if someone addresses me and saying, I'm feeling abandoned, that's saying, 
I feel like you're not being there for me. I'm not going to be mad at that. I'm going to take it very seriously and feel like I haven't done what I'm supposed to do for you. I've hurt you. I, I'm letting you down and I'm sorry, dude. I would believe you. I would cross the freaking state. I would cross the country to go find a partner who had the bravery to tell me I'm feeling abandoned by you. I would move everything. I would stop work. I would drive, I would walk, I would take a bus. Like that is a huge, huge deal. But most specifically men don't take relationships that seriously. They think that women's emotions can simply be waved away, pushed to the side. They're not serious. When, when men are seeing our minor instances of breakdowns and our minor days of discontent, when we're bitching about you not helping with chores, you not accompanying us to our family's function, you not coming out shopping. What she's saying is these little instances are instances where she needed you and you let her down. And these may seem small, but they build up. If you have a wife and she's messing with you and being upset with you about doing your side of the chores, it's likely you're also not doing your side of the household rearing when it comes to the children. It's likely you're not also paying attention to her when it comes to date nights. It's likely you're not being there when she needs you to be there for her. These little small instances build up. These, these tiny things are what divorces are made of. Is someone not pulling their weight and the relationship, whether it be physically or mentally or emotionally, that's what this is made of. This is a big factor in maintenance of a relationship. And this takes time and skill. It takes skill. It takes a lot of skill to understand, to learn and empathize with other people's needs and emotions. It takes patience to sit there and become invested in another human being. And honestly, it takes bravery. It takes a lot of skill that a lot of these men are just not willing to to deal with. They're not willing to build. They sit on these podcasts, they become passport bros and they go find women that they consider lesser so that they will deal with their lackluster skills. That's women need to start dating like gay men means being aggressive in your needs. <laughs> that, you know what? We Pato, you do have a point in that. A lot of women, the thing is, you are right. A lot of women are afraid to be more aggressive when it comes to what we want because men already call us aggressive. Look at what we're dealing with when it comes to the passport bro thing. These men are like, these women's standards are too high. These women expect too much. These women are too aggressive. American women, we don't wanna deal with them because they don't know how to be wives. This is what happens when we are aggressive in our needs and our wants. They start complaining. And yes, I get it, it's because they're weak men, but there's too many freaking weak men in the world. There's too many of them. It takes them too long to become fully fledged men. These boys last until boyhood into their 30s. It takes too long for them to become men. They are so easily threatened when they are presented with a woman's needs. They don't know what to do. They just complain about us. When we cry because they've been gone for two weeks and they haven't called us or text us, they call us emotional, not realizing that the person that we love and cherish and trust the most has abandoned us and we don't know why. We feel like little kitty cats left on the side of the road without a litter. 
We have no siblings, we have no mommy, we're just left out in the rain and we don't know why. That's what happens when we become attached to you men. We're subject to our own vulnerabilities and then we hurt ourselves because we become vulnerable to the wrong man, God forbid. I've had that happen where I become attached to a man and then he vanishes for weeks at a time. The man that I've been talking to almost every day for weeks on end, the man who I've been checking in with, the man who's damn there become my best friend in the world suddenly vanishes and you think I'm not gonna have emotions or feelings? And then you chastise me when I call you out on your abandonment? Are you kidding? You're joking, right? What the frick is a passport bro? To put it simply, a passport bro is a term used to describe a Western man who leaves their country in order to find a woman from a non-Western country. There's many reasons they do this. Some can't find a partner in their own countries, some are seeking more traditional relationships, and some just have a preference for a foreign women. It's a controversial topic because a lot of Western women believe that it's exploitation. Now, exploitation does happen, but this is a bad overgeneralization. And the reason it's bad is because it insinuates that all women from these countries are either desperate, uneducated, or deceitful, which is just not true. Oh, forgot to mention I'm single. <laughs> so guys, like consenting adults. Very true. Very true. And But it, it is the assumption of the men to assume that the, the non-Western women, the women from for, foreign countries are desperate enough to accept less from them. You're, you're expecting these other women to be desperate enough to accept you with all of your faults and flaws and your unwillingness to commit to a serious relationship. You are emotionally unavailable, you're unattentive, you're non-committal, and you expect foreign women to be okay with that. You expect foreign women to sit there and tolerate your lack of communication. You expect foreign women to sit there and tolerate your unattentive behavior. While she cleans up after you, makes your food, does all this work. What is, I never understand why these passport bros put themselves out there, but they never talk about what the foreign women are getting out of them. What are these girls getting out of you? Money, is that it? Do you think they're all gold diggers? That's what I, like when I do the whole circular, when I talk about dating and we go from men to women to relationships, we talk about ages and countries and everything. And we circle back to the passport bros. These men can never express what, a woman is gaining by being in a relationship with them. And this is not only beholden to passport bros, this is men in general. And women, I think we need to start asking men. We need to start asking men because men say, ask women all the time, what do you bring to the table? What do you bring to the table? I'm gonna start asking men, what, what do I gain? What is the benefit of me being in a relationship with you? I need to know what is the benefit of being in a relationship with you? What do I get? What do I get? Because men always say, oh, what do women bring to the table? Because as if all they're gonna bring is finances, right? And I'm like, first of all, I'm not talking to any man who's gonna ask me what I bring to the table, sir. You're gonna ask me what I bring to the table? I'm gonna tell you nothing. 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 Because your table is outside, first of all. Your table is half built, rickety and built outside. It's water damaged. It's rusted and it's old. Your table is worthless. But what I will do for you is take your table and make a home and help you rebuild it and then put a meal on that table. And around that table, we will put a family. And with that family, we will build a legacy. That's what I'm gonna do with your rickety table. Now you tell me, 
What do I benefit from being in a relationship with you? Hmm? Because women and most most men, especially successful men, will tell younger men this. If you are able to lock down a serious woman as a man, and this is some serious relationship advice for, for those of you smart men still in here, serious relationships advice for you. The best thing you can do for your life success and benefit is to find yourself a good devoted teammate that you can make your wife. Billionaires will tell you this. Businessmen will tell you this. Find yourself a woman who is going to be a team player and be your wife. Because with a wife, she will create an environment for you to thrive. She will, be, she will create a home for you to relax in, feel safe, feel comforted, a place where you will flourish. You'll be able to focus on all your hopes and dreams. She'll be there to help you, pick you up, inspire you, motivate you. She will push you to the absolute max. She will make you your best. She will cater to you. She will tell you when you're wrong and help you course correct. That woman will build you to the best man you can ever possibly be in this world. That is what a true teammate can do. That's what a woman can do for a man. Now, a woman should be able to gain this from a man in return. But in society, is that something that's really common? Like, honestly, when we think of in terms of relationships and expectations, do men really, is it really said that, oh, men are building up women, men are making women their absolute best, men are really pushing their, their women to be the best that they can be? Is that really something that's said in anybody's society? I think not, because it's always at the expectation of women to push men and to build men to put them on pedestals and make them the king and push them to their pinnacle of success. But the same can never be said in response to women. We never get the same treatment in return. It's never even thought of. But that's what we want nowadays. And men don't understand it. They don't, they can't comprehend it. They don't understand. What men get from women, we see as women, we see all the benefits that men get. We see all the magic that women put into men's lives and we've decided we want that too. I want to build a man to his absolute best. I have the one serious relationship I ever was in, he was a bodybuilder. And when we got together, that is exactly what I did. I became his secretary because he was a personal trainer. I was booking his appointments. I was bringing him clients. His client list exploded because of me. He was not using social media. I put his business on Facebook. I built his branding. I built his logo. I took his photography. I built, um, when his clients came to the house, I was there. I was taking notes. I helped him do his tan lotion. I tanned his, uh, his clients. I made all of his meals. When he went to see his coach, his coach didn't talk to him. His coach talked to me because his coach understood I was the one making his schedule. I was the one making his meals. I was the one handling his life. I'm the one that took his baby mama to court. I'm the one that did his court, filed his court paperwork. I'm the one that was taking care of his son while he was out working. I did it all. When his clients needed help, they came to me. If something needed to be rescheduled, it was me. When, because he had the, the person I dated at the time had a disability. I was his masseuse. I was his massage therapist. I was his health expert. I took him to the doctor. I picked him up from the hospital. I did it all. All of it. I had him sitting on bodybuilding panels. I had him going to fitness events. Him and, and, and helped him build his whole team. Everything. Because that's what it means to be a good partner. A good partner will help you reach your max. And I told him that. 
I told him, I'm going to, I asked him, where do you want to be in life? He told me, I said, I'm going to get you there. I'm going to do my damnedest to get you there. When he came home crying one time, because his baby mama wouldn't let him see his son. And I don't, I don't date men with kids anymore. Okay. That's usually not what I do. Um, and this, this time was an accident. He didn't tell me he had a kid till three months in, but I was already invested. So when his baby mama said, she's not letting me see my son, I looked him dead in his face and said, do you want me to get your son? And he swore up and down, I couldn't do it. I said, don't talk about what I can do. I'm a magical fairy unicorn, okay? I got magic in these nails. What do you want me to go get your son? He said, of course I want my son. I said, are you gonna stand in my way when I go get your son? He said, what? I said, J don't ask questions. I'm gonna get him. Are you gonna stand in my way? He said, no. That I printed out the uh, paperwork in front of his face, filled it out. I served his baby mama, her court paperwork and her restraining order at her doorstep in front of her mom. I was not joking. I was not joking. Because when you're in a relationship, when my partner comes home crying, you, you don't do that. I take issue with anybody who makes my partner cry. It's the same thing with my little brother. You bet not send my little brother home crying because guess who's coming to knock at your door? But the same devotion that women give to their men, women don't get in return. Most of the time, most of the time, there are some men out there who will go to bat for their women. There are some. And for those of you out there, you know, hit my inbox. <laughs> look, look, and it could be more than one of you because I got girlfriends who are waiting. I'm just saying, if there's a hundred of you good men out there, I will make it my mission to find each one of you an appropriate woman because you all deserve it. I, and I got some girlfriends I can call for you because there's just too few of you. We need more of you. It's, we are struggling out here. I wish I could pop it up on the screen right now. Um, one of the messages I got on my Bumble account when it was active, I had like told a guy, I was like, hey, uh, what you doing this weekend? Uh, how are you doing? And I, I specifically asked him what he was looking forward to this weekend. And he texts me back some P word, some pussy. That's what he hit me back with. That's what we're dealing with out here. That's what we're, that's what we're doing. Indentured, so what's this? Oh, is this the same passport, bro? What's this? These passport bros, some odd people, man. Cause they all say the same thing about going overseas to find a partner. And you know it's ill attention. Cause I know, I know you can find a woman somewhere in America that'll let you take care of her and pay for everything. Yes, sir. In the house. Yes, sir. Y'all want that certain level of control. That level yes. of control that doesn't, that person can't just pack all their things up and leave easily. Yes. You can spend money in America, but you might have to spend a little more. And, and that seems like it's the main issue. Yes, 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 yes. See, that's what, that's one thing a lot of these men do not want to admit to. They don't want to admit to the fact that the reason they want to go overseas and they can't really get a woman in the United States, they want a certain level of control. They want to know no matter what they put you through, you're not going to leave. You're stuck here with them, no matter how bad they are no matter what their behavior is, no matter if they are disloyal, they're dismissive, they're abusive. A foreign woman is not about to just up and leave because she can't. Whether it be that she's financially committed to you or that she has relocated herself to a country that she is not familiar with, she in some way is stuck. And a lot of these men do not wanna have to suffer the fact that an American woman will leave you if you misbehave. 
you disrespect her, you cheat on her, you do not uphold your side of the bargain. You are not a committed partner. You are not doing a 50-50 level of commit uh, commitment in this relationship. An American woman will leave you. They expect that a foreign woman will not. They also expect that they can better control a foreign woman who they see as more docile than the American woman. The thing is, and I've said this before, we have Filipinas, Thai women, v Vietnamese women in the United States. So I reject the notion that it's specifically y'all seeking out foreign women. You're seeking out women who need you, who are seemingly weak and desperate. And that's exploitative to go find women who you can entrap with financial stability to damn there be your indentured servant. That's what you want to do. You just don't want to admit it. They just, they just don't want to admit it. Hey, why are we, I don't want to do that. What did I click? What did I click? I don't know what I clicked in. Oh my gosh. We've updated our, I don't care. <laughs> why are you doing that to me? TikTok. These men, and yet I want to find another one. The passport boys say need black women in the U.S. and travel overseas today. You know what it is with these passport bros? I finally figured it out. It's not that they don't like American women. It's that they don't like boundaries. They don't like the idea of respect. They don't like the idea of um, doing the bare minimum. They don't like the idea that you have to earn a woman's body and you don't just get guaranteed it because you're a man and you're paying for it. Yes. So and it all yes. boils down to these men are not looking for wives. They're not even looking for submissiveness. That's not what they're really looking for. They're looking for easy. They're looking for prostitutes. They are sex traffickers. That's what they are. They're not good men. They're not anything else but that. That's what it is. These men who are becoming passport bros do not want to put in the required work to get the women that they want. That's that's it. And they expect that foreign women are weaker and more easy. And I'm telling you, they're not. I'm telling you, they're not. And once they find out that you went over there expecting them to be weak and easy, best believe these women are about to snap at you. Cause I'm telling you right now, ain't no Filipina about to let you treat them like that. No way. So I know a lot of these passport bros and especially black men are in my comments asking me why I'm talking about this. It's not my fight. And before anything, I'm a woman. So I'm always going to stand up for women regardless of race. And one thing that really bothers me about this is these same passport bros are the men who probably tried to hit on me in the U.S. before they realized that we don't like them either. I'm from a town that really doesn't have that many Asian women, especially Asian women who look like me. Like I said, you guys, I'm adopted. I grew up in a white family in the Midwest, so I have no beauty standards from South Korea. I'm a thick woman. I weigh about 165 pounds. I'm 5'5", so honestly, the brothers like to holler, and they still do, regardless yep. of what some men in the comments are trying to say that black men aren't checking for Asian women. Yeah, right. Check my DMs. But anyway, um, <clears throat> pretty much every time I met a black man, he thought it would be a flex to say something like, yeah, I like my women foreign. I like my women exotic. And I don't know why they decided to say that to me, if they thought it would make me feel good or something. But for me, it's always a red flag. And so I would dig in a little bit further and say, well, what do you mean by that? Like, 
because I'm, I'm a white girl on the inside. My family is white. I grew up in a white community in a small town in the Midwest. So I might look exotic, but I'm Wonder Bread white on the inside. <laughs> so anyway, whenever these guys would say this, I'd be like, well, you're about to be in for a big disappointment if you're expecting a submissive, docile Asian to take care of you. But it really bothered me when these guys would say, yeah, I don't like black women, because that's what it always came down to, that yep. they didn't date black women, regardless yep. if they were black or not. And their moms are black, their sisters are black, their cousins are black. I'm like, would you say this to their face? That's weird. So I kind of pick and prod after I already decided, yeah, I'm done with this. I'm out because anybody who says something like that just is an immediate red flag. But it always came down to the same stupid stereotypes that black men always have to say about women. They're loud, they're masculine, they don't know how to treat a man, they wear fake hair. So what? So what? You don't have to put down an entire race of women because you have a preference. And honestly, like, I've dated pretty much every race, every ethnicity. <laughs> I'm Ms. Worldwide when it comes to dating. Only common denominator is black hair and dark eyes usually. But I've never heard any group of people, group of men, put down their own women more than I've heard black men do it in pursuit of other women. And I just find it really disheartening. And I understand why this divide is getting bigger, but I don't want to be a part of it. So I hate it. And I had to speak on it. Yeah, that's something that's been going on for a while. And a lot of black women love to point that out. When black women, because I've done it too, like, Everybody knows that I'm pretty diverse when it comes to my dating standards. If I date someone that's not black, which I clearly have done many times before, it has nothing to do with black men. I'm going to date whoever is going to treat me right. <laughs> that's all is that is required. As long as you are truly into me and you truly want a chance, if there's a connection, I'm cool with that. I do not have any standards when it comes to race, ethnicity, none of that. None of that. So when somebody asked me, hey, why, like for, if I was dating a white man, someone says, hey, why are you dating a white man? I say, well, I'm dating this man because he treats me this way and he does this for me and he behaves this way. There's many reasons why I'm dating this man, but it really has nothing to do with his race. But when black men talk about their dating preferences, they never say what they like about the woman that they're dating. They're not saying, oh my God, it's because she's so soft and gentle and she treats me this way and she's a great cook and I love the way she, that she laughs. And it's nothing about this woman. The first thing that a lot of these men say is, I don't like black women. <laughs> I don't like black women. They're mean and they're too strong and they're too masculine. I don't like black women. That's why I'm dating the white girl. And I'm like, how horribly... That girl must feel to hear that the only reason you take interest in her is simply because she's not black. She has no other special attributes other than the fact that she's a snow bunny, quote unquote. Are you kidding? And now that, as I said earlier, women in the United States have realized, white women understand now that the reason a lot of these men were coming after them was not necessarily because these men were interested in them. It's because these men were just running from black women. But then when they get with their so-called preferences, these white women and Latinas and even Asian women, they still treat them disrespectfully. They still do not uphold the standards of a good relationship. They still make these women feel terrible. 
And then these women have learned, they've realized, you guys have always said that it's a specific type of woman that makes you run away from them. It's a specific type of woman you don't like. When in actuality, you guys suck. You're mean. You're not committed. And now this is where we've seen the passport bro thing happen, where U.S. preference women, Asian women, white women, Latin women in the United States have learned to not trust these men. So a lot of the passport bros love to blame black women. But as you just saw, the Asian women and the white women have learned that these men ain't shit, basically. And they're pushing them away as well. Because like I said, there would be no reason for you to go overseas if the women here, Latin women and Asian women in the United States were accepting your useless butts. But they're not because they know that you suck. Like they're done. To know that you need to quit trusting women so much. I have a chick in Colombia and I have a chick in every country I've been to now. I got a chick in Colombia. We keep in touch, but we don't talk every day. I know she's messing around with other dudes, whether she wants to admit to it or not. And I also don't care. But some of y'all are putting so much trust that you're getting your heart broke because you think a motherfucker in another country ain't fucking while you're gone. And Facts. I'm sorry to say that may be true that sometimes I've had one chick that I felt like in Brazil, she wasn't doing nothing. I still always kept in the back of my mind that there's a chance. And if you don't keep in the back of your mind that there's a chance, when you find out, you're going to end up wanting to hurt yourself. I stopped trusting trust women so much. I don't care what continent they're on. It's not just U.S. women. And another thing that... See? The passport bros finally admit to what I've been saying. When you're not there, Fabio, that she grew up with, will be blowing her back out. Like I said, I told y'all that. Fabio, that she grew up with, will be... Yo, this is facts. This is mad facts, okay? Facts. Because let me let you know, these foreign women, they will play cute as much as they want if they're entertained by you. But don't think for a second they won't leave you. Don't think for a second there's not men in their country better than you. A lot of these American men are so damn entitled to think you're going to show up in Thailand, Venezuela, freaking the Philippines, and everybody's going to be after your useless butt. Are you kidding? You really think you're about to show up and be the star of the show? No, sir. You've just entered a different competition. And the men in the Philippines are more prepared to deal with those women than you are. You don't know what their expectations are. You are not ready to go up against Filipino men. Half the men in the United States don't know how to clean under their fingernails. Men in the Philippines are beautiful. They're over here plucking their eyebrows. Get the hell out of here. You got me messed up. Like, I'm sorry. Have you seen the work that some of these foreign men put into the way that they look, especially Asian men? All right. No, Latin men do it too, because I know the plastic surgery is big over there and they're big on bodies, especially Brazil. The men overseas put way more work into themselves than men in the United States typically do. What makes you think you are pulling anything? if you go to a foreign nation. Simply because you're American, everybody wants Americans, especially black men, you, boy get played, boy get played. Philippines politically is a first world country, an ally of the US British empire. We know this, but the passport bros are too stupid to know. Have you seen the caliber of men that I've been pulling up on the screen that have been proclaimed like passport bros? Have you seen, look at, look at the lames. Look at them, look at them. There is a specific type of man. There is a specific look of man that you see popping up on the screen as a proclaimed passport bro. These are not men that are, you know, the best looking. These are not the type of men that are taking care of themselves. These are not the men with the best skill sets. These are not the men, like these are not 
the men that women are going after, but they want to point the finger at women instead of taking responsibility for their own lackluster behavior. Instead of looking inwards and saying, hey, maybe I need to do a little bit of self-development. Maybe I need to do a little bit of self-fulfillment. Maybe I need to get a hobby. Maybe I need to go to the gym. Maybe I need to take a shower, shave my beard, get some put together, something, something, right? Because that's what I do. I'm always, in fact, I should be at the gym right now because I've been on stream for so long. I should be at the gym because as a woman, I'm always looking for a way to better myself. When I was even a child, when I thought of myself being married, I knew I'm gonna be the best freaking wife in the world. I'm gonna give my man everything. He will have the world. I'm gonna be the funnest, most energetic, most loving, devoted, caring wife you ever met in your life. I made sure I had the skills to take care of another person, to empathize with another person, to be emotionally compatible with another person, to be in a stable, committed relationship. I was. I made sure I was emotionally available. I made sure I had the necessary skills to even take care of a man. I know men like to eat, Damn straight, I know how to cook, but only for certain men. Like there are certain things that I'm not allowed to say on YouTube that I can and will do for my future husband, but it's only for that specific man. I will never reveal those things for men who have not taken the necessary time to invest in me because I've invested too much time in myself to be giving away my treasures for free. This, my cooking skills took a lot of time to hone and I got a lot of family recipes in my brain. I'm not about to just share them to, with you for the free. I'm not. I developed myself. I take care of my body. I take care of my teeth. Women do so much. They put in so much personal upkeep. So much personal upkeep, skincare, nails, hair, makeup, lashes, toes, like exfoliation. Are you kidding? We put in so much upkeep to make sure that we are at our peak and our best. What man is putting in even half of that in order to be a suitable partner? Where? Most men do not go to the gym. Most men, I mean, they. most men don't really care about cooking. Most men do not understand that you even have to work to develop emotional compatibility or intelligence. They don't realize that developing those skills even takes work, so they've never worked at it. They don't know what it means to be an empathetic partner. They don't know what it means to be a partner whatsoever, and they don't put in that work. So <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me how they expect so much from women but don't want to give us anything in return and simply want to go prey on what they see as lesser women. I'm never going to get over the fact that they're looking at these foreign women as if they're lesser and they're willing to accept less. That doesn't make, why are you doing that to these girls? I can't wait. I can't wait to see the YouTube channels of Filipinas and Thai women going off on y'all for just thinking you can show up in their countries with your lackluster selves and walk away with a wife scot-free. Dear Passport Boys, Dear Passport Bros, Stop calling yourself Passport Boys and Passport Bros. Are you going to the Philippines to look for a Filipina queen or what? So stop calling yourself Passport Boys and Passport Bros. Start calling yourself Passport Kings. That's right. You are a Passport Kings. Now, if you're going to the Philippines to so just pack around, pull around, screw around as many women as you want, then call yourself passport bros and passport boys otherwise if you want to go to the philippines to look for a filipina queen and she will treat you like a king then you better start calling yourself passport king understood Woo! 
But you guys have, but these men have the nerve to call us aggressive. But these men that have, have the nerve to call us aggressive, right? No, 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 no. No, don't come back to the United States. You guys wanted your soft, gentle, docile Filipina queen. There she is. <laughs> there she is. And she said, you better come with a seriousness or you can catch some hands. That's what she, you keep playing, keep playing around. Keep playing around with these foreign women and see, watch, their fathers know how to work. They will dig a hole the size of a body and, and bury you an extra two feet. Keep playing with the foreign women and see what happened because that's the type of smoke that they bring. They think Asian women are so sweet and gentle and innocent. They couldn't harm a fly. Okay, go play games, go play games. I hope there's some more Filipinas and Thai women on here to tell y'all about yourselves because they don't know what they're getting into. And I'm gonna laugh. Uh, Filipina ladies out there, Thai ladies, Vietnamese ladies, all the ladies of the world, please, when you encounter a passport bro, and you put him in your place, in his place, please post it somewhere and send me the link. Yes, I've heard of Jam Mag now. I actually have a pa uh, Patreon video roasting her for disrespecting a pageant queen. I know exactly who she is. She can kiss both of my oversized butt cheeks. I don't like her. I don't. She's mean. She's disrespectful. From what I've seen, me no like. Ooh, what's this? Oh, these girls will play the hell out of you. USA. So it's him talking to, to a woman in Cartagena. One thing, and I've spoken to women in Cartagena before, um, and they talk about like when American men come around a lot. I think South American women are much more dangerous than the Asian women. <laughs> That's one I would not. If you were going to mess around, I really would not mess with South American women because they will play you and they're good at it. They are good at it. Don't mess with them. Because not only that, they're... Look, and I'm not saying this in a, in a negative way, okay? So if South American women are seeing this, I'm not saying this in a, in a negative way. But South American women will, will spank you. They are, they are violent. They are violent. Domestic violence down there is not the same as it is in the United States, okay? And they do not care about men's safety the way we care about men's safety in the United States. Women in uh, South America expect you to take hands and not complain about it do you have any, like, imagine messing around with a Latina and not understanding Latinas. Do you really think you're about to be out late at night with the bros and not have your butt in the house by a certain time? Do you really think you're about to be out having drinks with your friends and she's about to be at the house making your breakfast, lunch, and dinner? You, girl, go, go ahead. I, I did, passport bros, please go to South America and play games with the Latinas. Please, because not only is she going to rip you a new one, have you never heard a Latina cuss a man out in Spanish? That is one of the most common things in the world. They do that for fun. Are you kidding? They, I, I never understand why they call American women uh, aggressive. When I'm like, we are not the Latinas. The Latinas are vicious, vicious. Go ask a Latin man, especially a married Latin man. Go ask him what he gets away with. I'll tell you, it'll be absolutely not a goddamn thing. Yes, Latinas know how to cook. They know how to rear children. They are sexy as hell. But if you think for a second, they're not gonna uphold some very 
immense standards, including financial, because Latinas like to be spoiled. They likes to be spoiled, sir, and you're gonna do it. You're gonna spoil them. And if you don't, you gonna catch the words, the hands, and the chanclas. Are you kidding? As I scroll through this, I I remember how insane men are because I, I understand the allure of thinking foreign women, like the grass is always greener on the other side. I all I see the allure of thinking these women are different. They must be different than what you have, right? As someone who talks about pageants and I see somebody, I see so many different versions of women, I get thinking that they they must be so different. They look so sweet. They sound so sweet. Like I get it, but they're women. In, outside, we all look different. Inside, we're all the same. We are all the same on the inside, sir. All of us. We all have a certain level of crazy. We all possess a certain level of psychosis. We're all the same on the inside. Outside, it's, it's just different packaging, sir. We all have the same body parts and mentality and wants and needs and everything. So if you think for a second, a Latina won't cut you. If you get caught cheating on her, you got another thing coming. And what you got coming is an early grave. Because to be honest, I'm terrified. If I was a man and I was terrified of any woman on the planet, it would be Latinas. Would I still date them? Hell yeah, but I wouldn't play them. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Don't get with a Latina unless you're ready to marry a Latina because not not only is she terrifying, her whole family's terrifying. I'm scared as hell of a Latina if I were a man. Their families are huge. Their brothers are big. Everybody in the family's well-fed. You really playing games with Latin people? Death wish, but okay. But okay, have fun with that while you last. Hey, you. American woman. Hi. Degrading Filipino woman. I didn't say nothing. English. What? And being poor. Are you so talking what? to somebody else? At least we have morals. What about you? Oh, this must be this must be the video directed at uh, whoever was talking. Whatever video the guy was yelling at me about, she must be talking about them. You are the reason why American men they go out overseas and looking for a wife. Because you are the reason. Here's why. Here's the reason. Oh, why. ignorance. Because American women are very feminist. Yeah. They're feeling entitled. They entitled to love hold on hold on hold on we're gonna i can i can break this down um we're feminist yes yes we desire equality men are not better than women and women expect to not be demeaned simply because of their sex so i'm gonna say yes we are feminists you're not about to disrespect me because i have nice boobs if anything i feel like i should be praised for that so thank you uh what was the other one that she said hold on they're feeling entitled oh we're entitled yes we are entitled to Respect, um, loyalty, uh, empathy, a decent partner, a teammate. Yes, we are entitled to. Now, I understand that some women, you know, even in the United States, it's not just Filipinas. In, in some countries, there are very conservative women who will uphold the traditional quote unquote, traditional standards of what it means to be a wife, meaning they will cook and clean on their knee, their hands and knees in some sort of long draping beige cotton dress and 
dote on their husband. And I think that that's what some uh, passport bros are looking for is having, you know, basically, <laughs> honestly, what I think most passport bros want or most bad men want is a polygamist marriage, a traditionally polygamist marriage. They want to be able to have three wives and those three wives wear very conservative clothing unless he demands otherwise. And those women will take care of his kids and clean on the floor with their hands and knees and cook him every meal. I think that that's what a lot of those men want. But most women, including Filipinas, modern Filipinas do not want that. Um, as you can see, she's an older Filipina, but I'm curious to see what else she has to say. They don't respect their husband. Not if he cheats, okay? If he's not given 50-50, if he's not uh, helping take care of the kids, if he's being disloyal, he can kiss both cheeks. Well, no, because that's that's a reward. I won't say kiss both cheeks because I'm not going to reward you like that. Um, he can get out of the house. That's what he can do. He can leave. He can leave. And I'm still going to make you pay the mortgage. How about that? They're argumentative. Damn straight. Damn straight. Who was the bitch calling you baby on the phone? Who was she? Who was the girl calling you baby on the phone? And why did I show up at your job and, and the secretary was sitting on your lap? Why? Why? Also, when you come home and drop your dirty drawers and clothes in the middle of the in the floor, like I'm a maid, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Argumentative? Yes. You gonna disrespect people and treat your wife like she's your maid or your mama? Absolutely. And what else? They don't clean the house? Oh, get the f out of here. I don't clean up after a grown man. Now, obviously I'm a good partner. So if my man is tired, you know, he's, if he's not always messy and he's just messy sometimes, that's not a big deal. But if he's just throwing stuff around and expecting me to clean it up after him, hail to the na 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 na. I won't do it. I won't do it. No, sir. They don't make themselves look beautiful. I will give you that. I have honestly, I have criticized women on doing that. But also if you're the type of man that doesn't give your woman time to take care of herself, to do her makeup, to put on nice clothes, to be able to go out, when is she supposed to find time to be beautiful? When is she supposed to find time to go to the salon if all she does is take care of your kids and make your meals, make your bed and wash your laundry and do your whatever chores? Where does she find the time? But I have seen women just like kind of give up and women do need to do better with that. But that's kind of a global issue, I think. But yeah, no, I can see that with American women. Women, I'm gonna say the same thing. Go to the gym. They don't have a job? Oh, by the way, most Americans said that American women are very juvenile. And no, and this is when it comes to lack of knowledge of American households. The average American household requires two incomes. It is very, very rare to find a woman who actually does not have a job. Most people married or not have a job. Most women in the United States married or not, pregnant or not, have a job. We don't have maternity leave, baby. We got to go right back to work. America sucks more than you realize. And also they said, once you have the, the kids, once you have a kid, you flip your cookie. As for us, Filipino women, the man that you don't want, we want. Because you know why? Oh yeah, that's, I mean, no, I, I agree with that. I You can have him, you can have him. I said at the beginning of the stream, I support the Passport Bro movement. We are doing the varsity team over here. If she is willing to host JV, I got some people ready for her lineup. You can have them because we do not accept lower standards down here. Now, there are some older women who I, and this is from different cultures because the one person that I dated that was the bodybuilder, he was Peruvian and his mother was Peruvian and his mother also up, upheld these traditional values. And she looked me in my face when I caught him cheating and gave him the time of his life about it and like completely just <laughs> eviscerated him. He was a sad, sad man. She came to me and told me, you need to be easier on him and you need to be nicer to him or whatever because all men cheat. 
my husband cheats, all men cheat, all men do this. You need to come to terms with the fact that all men cheat. That is what this Peruvian mother said to me. So number one, I looked her dead in her face and said, I'm not married to your son and I don't have your son's kid. I am not beholden to him and he can kick rocks and find a woman like the woman I have on the screen right now to go and deal with his BS because I won't. I will not. There are some women in the world who are willing to deal with a man's BS. And those are the women that the passport bros are looking for. The women that will accept less. This is the captain of the accept less team. We have to, we gotta get this. Good night, man. Saul. I see you. Night, Love night. I should be going to bed soon too. I talk too much. We're gonna treat him like a king. We also, you know, we work because we contribute in the household. That's what we do. And we take care of ourselves, first of all. You know, we take care of our family, the elderly, everybody we take care of. So for you to say. This is the, she's hold, she's saying this with the expectation that the wife does not have a job. If you're in a relationship where the wife does not have a job and the man is the primary breadwinner, then yes, you have the time to take care of the children and take care of people and cook and clean and all that. But this is, this is understanding that these passport bros better have a job in order to finance every single bill and monetary action in the household, which most of them don't. That's not how America works. It's not. Oof. And degrade us, it's a no-no. We're gonna start clapping because good for you that all the men are not marrying you. Sis, if we wanted to marry them, we would marry them. That's the problem. That's why they're leaving. They're leaving because we won't marry them. They're gone because we won't marry them. They're upset in buying passports because we refuse to marry their lackluster selves. So obviously we're giving them away. Yard sale, garage. Like, that's like somebody ridiculing me over my own garage sale. Sis, they're free. Take it, take it. You want some fruit? I got a fruit tree too. We just growing them out here, have it. It is just silly. It, the whole thing is just silliness. However, where's my mousy mouse? Look, I have the worst little mouse over here and it's so random and does not wanna participate with anything that I do. And now I can't find it. Oh, wait, there it is. <laughs> it says, Aloha, Sovereign. Hi, the monarchy. I like your, I like your name. That's fun. That's fun. So now I've done basically a two hour chit chat on passport bros, something that people have asked me to do for a while. They're like, what's your perspective of the passport bros going overseas? I fully support. I fully support. Go find someone who accepts you for less because we won't. I won't. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm not mad at it. I'm not going to have a fit about it. I'm not going to feel bad about it. I'm not going to like nothing. I don't care. I don't mind. I'm not like, I'm not losing my, my sanity. I'm not losing sleep. I'm not caring. They can go. We will sort through the good few men that we have and have at them because those are the men that we really want. We want devoted, true partners. We want people that are going to be there for us and we can build each other. The men who want to be the only beneficiaries of a long relationship, a happy relationship for them, we don't want them. And I wish the best of luck to women from other nations dealing with these types of men. I'm not going to stop you. I'm not going to tell you not to. I'm not like do with these men whatever you wish because they're clearly attempting to exploit you. So whatever level you wish to bring them to babe you have fun with that you have fun i i wish you the absolute best passport bros i wish you the best too i wish you the best i hope that you and your little jv team find a way to figure out find somebody who's willing to baby you the way that you need 
a lot of you need to be babied. And I hope that there is a woman that has a heart big enough to deal with all of your problems. See, there is no hate. There never needs to be any hate regarding this situation. Everybody's going to be happy. Um, but thank you for everybody who was along for the journey, for listening to this little podcast and discussion. I like having them. This will definitely be uploaded on the Sovereignty Podcast for, you know, future rewatches and listens for everybody who is over on the podcast to join in the discussion because Passport Bro thing has been circulating for quite some time. This has been a hearty discussion, a hearty debate, and it's probably going to be on ongoing. We might talk about it again. We never know. In the meanwhile, you know, keep a lookout for other little discussions that I may have. Um, there are some videos on the main channel that do not pertain to pageantry that we have discussed before. I just spoke about Opali. I've been discussing red pill stuff on the main channel. So maybe I will turn those into podcast segments and send them over as well, just to make sure, you know, the podcast people knows I haven't forgotten about them either. Any more podcast discussions or if there is a court counsel video that I need to do, let me know because you guys know I like to run my mouth. As I said, I've been sitting here for two hours and 30 minutes. Look at me, just, just a mouthy little creature over here. In the meantime, I do have in front of me a list of uh, Filipinas who did really well on their interviews. And we will be talking about that in an upcoming video likely to be filmed tomorrow. I'm going to be having a lot of videos coming out. Um, and one of those videos, by the way, is really controversial and I'm kind of nervous about putting it out. I don't know how many people I really have in here at the moment before I end the uh, segment. But how do you guys feel about the whole trans issue going on? Because TikTok has been a ruckus discussing trans issues and the whole Jeffrey Marsh situation. I saw today that the world's um, competitive sports council has banned trans women from competing in worldwide placements. So this conversation is likely to be inflamed even further. I already have a video made about Jeffrey Marsh. I have that video and I'm thinking maybe I'll put it out on Patreon first. Um, because the one TikToker that started that discussion regarding Jeffrey Marsh, she's received a lot of hate for calling out things that I consider pretty valid. There, It's not valid to hate Jeffrey Marsh, but him discussing certain things and targeting children, I understand why people have an issue with that. And I think that my video, I mean, usually the off pageant topics kind of go under the wind. Sometimes they don't. I'm not sure that this one is going to to be unscathed though. I'm not sure this one's gonna be untouched and I'm a little, I wish it would be. Honestly, I wish I could put out that video and nobody watch it. <laughs> I wish I could get away with that. I just have a feeling that I'm not going to. So heads up, that likely video will have to go on Patreon too since it's such a hot topic. I'm gonna start editing that. And then we'll film about the videos tomorrow. Lots of videos to come. Thank you guys for being here with me. I love you and I'll miss you and I'll see you in a future video. I'm happy you guys like that video about Pauline. You know, we wish the best for her. We'll see what happens, okay? Lady needs to spice it. Get some pizzazz, get some fierceness, some ferocity, some something. She needs that it factor because she's got everything else. And um, by the way, a lot of you are correct when it comes to Pauline. I think she would be better suited for Miss World or Miss International, but she seems very devoted to Miss Universe and I'm not gonna knock her for that. If that's what she wants, she's got to put in the... um put in the time to get better at the, the places where she's lacking. 
because I know a lot of people are on my neck about su supporting Samantha, but in my unbiased view, Samantha's the most well-rounded queen at this moment, even more so than Makati. So we'll have to see as time goes on because we got a lot of time until Philippines crowns their next queen. So maybe we'll see one of the dark horses surge, but Samantha is not going down easy at all. And Bohol has a lot to improve if she's going to really be a viable candidate for the Miss Universe Philippines crown. She's, she's got a lot to improve, but it's possible. I really, really do want to see her do kind of a more fierce performance. I want to see her just be, have a little bit more spunk, a little bit more pop, a little bit more individuality, but we'll see. All right. I love you crazy pageant fans, all you lovely people, all you sovereignty podcast lovers. I will see you guys in a future segment. Have fun.